And welcome to episode 79 of the Virgin Heresy podcast. My name, as always, is Jody. I am your hostess with the mostess for this episode. And tonight we are going to be, or tonight, today, whenever the fuck it is you're listening to this, we're going to be talking all about Demons of the Ruin Storm. And we're going to be talking Whoa. about... <laughs> yeah, I need some like thunder and lightning and shit crashing in the background. There, Maybe I've edited it in. I don't know. Don't hold your breath. Um... But uh, we're also going to talk about the new Legion units that are out, which are so sexy. Mm-hmm. But we, we really shouldn't get into the talks of that, but, you know, now at least. Um, so, yes, that's what we're going to be talking about in tonight's episode. Uh, it is a very quiet virtual studio this evening. It is just me, my good self, and the wonderful, the man who sits atop the pyramid of not only beer, beer cans and pretzels, but um, fluff, red books, black books, and just about everything 30K related here in Sweden. It's Mr. Freddy himself. How you doing, bro? Oh, I can't complain. Can't complain. Well, everyone that wanted to buy book four can't complain. Best book ever. Yeah, I know. It's, it's all all out there and, and new and stuff, which we will talk about <laughs> at some point. Shiny shinies. No, but, uh, no, I don't understand. Like, what did they think? They bring back the best book that's been sold out. And obviously, it's going to be fucking sold out within you know, a minute. <laughs> yeah, but they never expect things that people want to sell out. Remember this. We've talked Why about this on previous shows. We've talked about it so many times before. It's yeah. like, yeah, everybody's going to want the Sanguinius or everybody's going to want this book or that thing. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Oh, shit, man. Uh, yeah, doesn't it just, doesn't it just. Well, uh, yep, you can see what we're going to be talking about a little bit later as well as we start talking about new things. But before we do that, let me get a few things very quickly out of the way. First of all, uh, usual social medias. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy Podcast. Join our podcast group. Uh, come along and you know shout with us, banter with us, do whatever you like. You can even drop us an email through the very most important thing in the world, which is our email address, which is the Varangian Heresy at the Varangian Heresy Podcast. Yep, that's it. At <laughs> gmail. I got to remember that, man. It's been a while. <laughs> at gmail.com. Or if you think it's too hard to spell for any reason, because, you know, some people think that, uh, you can just go to our, and that's why cause it's actually the Varangian Heresy, not the Varangian Heresy Podcast at gmail.com. I've only been doing this for like 78, uh, 79 episodes. I should know this by now. Um, but you can go along onto our web, onto our Facebook page, click on the button that says email. And it will email us. Look at that. We're actually actually using the tools of Facebook. I feel dirty on the inside. Um, Well, more so than most times. Um, But yes, you can reach out to us and get in contact. And if you like what we're doing and you'd like to give us a bit of support with what we're doing, patreon.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy. And we would love uh, for you to come and join uh supporting us and become one of the high lords of terror and join our little podcast secret group and discord and all the other swanky fantastic things that we do with that um so yeah that's really the social media shout outs we're on instagram as well at varangian heresy i shot twitter it was much easier than having to worry about it because a dead bird is a bird out of the way at least it's (laughs) gone so that's not a problem um so yes if anybody is twittering at you from the varangian heresy 
either somebody's worked out the password or it's a fake scam account. So, you know, God knows why you'd want to be scammed from a podcast account, but it can happen, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, so that, that's all the socials out of the way. Um, well, there's just the two of us, bud, so this is probably yeah. going to be a pretty quick one. So what you been up to, hobby-wise? Anything fun? Uh, yeah, uh, so I have been working a lot on terrain. Me and Magnus and Mr. Pelle have uh, been working hard on terrain for uh, Lincoln. Mad respect to the, her- to, the her- to the podcast terrain team. Yeah, I know. Like, we, we need to get ready. We need so many city fight tables for that special event, so it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, uh, besides that, I painted uh, a couple of uh, Warhounds for my uh, Adeptus Titanicus manipul. Mm-hmm. Um, I have started to paint two battleships for Battlefleet Gothic. I put together some more of my uh, special event series militia. I have written up some unit rules, written up some mission rules, helped out some people in the community with their events and their mission and their mission rules. I have. I'm going to have to start charging and hiring you out, man. <laughs> what else have I been doing? I can't remember. What episode? So much. 79. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And uh, I'm working on... Uh, I'm, I'm kind of one third way through uh, chapter three of our Red Book series. Awesome. Speaking of Red Book series, how, how did that go down at Gothcon? Uh, super impressive. Yeah, it is super gorgeous. It is. 40K, it is absolutely. 40k people are more impressed as the 30k people are. Level <laughs> of swag. Swag. 30 30k players are like, yeah, we got this. We know. Yeah. You know. Such is life. Such is life. They're spoiled. 40k people are starved. Yeah, come, <laughs> they, oh, well, there's an easy fix, and we keep telling them, come and play Heresy. No, it's, no. I, it's I, where I the promote, swag is at. <laughs> I promoted it. All over the shops, and hopefully uh, we'll have a couple of uh, heresy curious people rocking up at Lincoln, which Ooh. is we have eight spots left, which is kind of cool because it's still is it only eight spots know. left? Yeah, so ah, 32, awesome. Thirty two has paid register. We don't know if it's going to happen like last year and people just rocked up because they went through the stupid official website thingy from Swearrock instead of um, keeping track on what's going on. I don't know. Maybe I should double check like the... That would be good. Yeah. That would probably be helpful. But, you know, we, we can always deal with surprises on the day. We're, we're flexible. Yeah. We can do that. Oh, sort we of did thing. it last time. Exactly. We can do it again. We, we, we can handle that, but it would also be really nice to know if there are any surprises coming. <laughs> yeah, so we don't have to put up tables in the hallway like we did last time. Yeah, well, you know, we do what we do. It's all, it's all about making it happen, but it was worth it because that, that, that was fun. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. <laughs> You've had, as always, a whole lot of stuff going on. Well, you um, know, such is life. Such is life, such is life. And before we sort of talk about, I'll jump over, I want to talk about the, um, well, raffle. Yep. Let's, get ra- let's get some raffle talk in now. Let's raffle some- in me out. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> is- you know, I was, uh, I was grabbing a bag full of plastic Cadians and uh, Forge World <laughs> Siege of Rex militia. Um, I just know these things, man. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the raffle is in full swing. I know that uh, both Bjorn and Linus has been starting to work on their raffle armies. Yeah. Uh, I have started to uh, go through and clean out and, and start sorting into my bits box the different units for my Rax militia. 
Yeah. Um, besides that, uh, we also have heaps of more stuff going in. Like we just got uh, one of those A cases donated from 30k Sweden. Nice. So goes into the raffle. We got a uh, from the Golden Boys on Golden Throne. The boys oh, yeah. <laughs> the Golden Throne. Jesus Christ. You just gotta think toilets and you're good. You'll work it out yeah. from there. Yeah, exactly. The golden bowl. The golden bowl. Uh, Porcelain the telephone. Go- the golden boys from the golden throne uh, has been super nice and kindly donated a Warhound Titan as well to go into raffle, mm-hmm. which Miles <laughs> from Little Legend Studio or Age of Darkness podcast or whatever, like we're all inbreds here. Yeah, uh, from the community. <laughs> from the community decided to paint up. Which is also going to be amazing. We all, then we have uh, Henry Steele's uh, Adeptus Titanicus Maniple that he made for just you know uh, reasons, reasons, <laughs> reasons from Fortral. Uh, he's going to donate that up. Uh, we're going to see that live in action at actually at Lincoln because he's he's coming down or sideways or whatever. He's coming. He's coming east. He's joining us, <laughs> he's joining us uh, from the east. Uh, partly to have uh, his painting course on the Thursday, but also to rock up and place on Adeptus Titanicus because he's super keen for that. Um, we have Mr. Ryan Kimmel, who's coming from the USA, US of A to play in our Centurion event, and he's yeah. super keen as well. I'm pretty sure uh, he's not going to suffer any problems getting into the country no, that no, you no. do. <laughs> and, and he, he's, he's, also like, he's bringing over some stuff from the American boys to donate as well, which is going to be cool. Oh, that's sweet. It's going to be interesting to see what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, what else do we have? Like, oh, yeah, we have heaps of stuff. We have um, like special gift, uh, gift swag bags mm-hmm. uh, that, that Anders... I mean, Mag- Magnus got an Adepticon from all, all, oh, all over pretty. the shop. Which That's is very cool. Super amazing as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And we got the Solar War limited edition one. Yep. Oh, so pretty. Wow. Oh, God. I'm going to I'm gonna sell a body part to be able to afford tickets this year. I, I, keep, <laughs> mine, I keep mine in that fucking, uh, <laughs> in that little nice uh, paper. Sort of, it's sort of like baking paper, whatever it is. But anyway, so William Frank, he donated that. Uh, he also That'd donated like your legend. Yeah, he also donated those. Um, it's like wallets and special things from uh, Games Workshop uh, coffee thing, and Uh-oh. he also donated. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was it like? He donated um, a Dragon Crew capsule that went out in a test flight in space. Oh wow! So there you go. <laughs> Jesus. So we actually have r- real space stuff. Yeah, legit stuff from space. Yeah, so that's going to be super cool. But uh, just to round it all off, like the, we, we, we still get heaps of donation. That's fucking awesome. Just keep, keep fucking that donating shit going in because uh, there's uh, heaps of like um, genetic trials in the pipeline for, for the the to kind of against DMD, which are looking super promising. So we need yep. to just keep fu- funding that research because hopefully, you know, within 10 or 15 years, we'll, we'll have a cure if we keep, you know, pushing up the way we do here. It's what so. we're going to keep doing, man. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to be putting in that Titan head, the Latinicos Titan head with the yep. crew will be painted up as well. So that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to doing that. 
Uh, try, uh, after phone. seeing your after seeing your LED display, I'm gonna have to work out how to do that as well. <laughs> you mean my Christmas lighting titan? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna have to work out how to do that and paint the interior as well. That's gonna be a challenge. But I'll yeah, find a way. I, I gave up that. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, what, I realized it was easier to have one titan head with the painted crew on, yeah, and another titan head with just the LED lights on. <laughs> just switch them in and out. Switch them in and out. Way yeah, easier. Way easier. Way easier. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, we got we got something. Uh, I want to give a shout out to actually because I was I was talking to um, Jack uh, Francis Eldridge from uh, Anvils of Conor. Yeah, uh, he's gonna be doing some stuff with us as well for the raffle, Fuck yeah. uh, which is oh, I, I can't cool. wait for. And I don't know if you've seen it, but I want to shout it out because it's, I literally because we're talking about recording. We're, we're going to be recording our next bit, as I said earlier, about the Centurion units have come out. He's made a fucking gorgeous mortificator, uh, mortificator, whatever the fuck it is. Oh yeah, you know? the one with the massive staff and shit that he did. Yeah, that is so pretty. Yes. That is so pretty. I mean, I swear, guys, if you haven't seen this, hop on over to Facebook or Instagram because he does a lot of work on both. Anvils of Conor, C O K O R N O R. I think it is Conor or K O N O R. I'm going to check now because he was. It's really nice to me when he asked me to sort of have a look at some of. His, I'm like, yeah, I'll get it right, and I'll obviously go and step on his pronunciations of stuff because that's what i do um it's what i do on this podcast conor k-o-n-o-r there we are the anvils of conor go and take a look at that and oh, it's it's gorgeous i, I just want to i want one I, want, I just want that staff i just wanted to re like copy that because of the, the little brass bits there oh so pretty that one looks so it's gonna look so cool and i have three dreadnoughts out here that need something epic to lead them into battle um so yeah that would be pretty boss but yeah but but he's donating like a custom conversion piece so yeah yeah that's gonna be legit that's gonna be so cool um and the man knows what he's he really does um i was gonna say the other thing was um you posted about it on facebook i hope you don't mind me bringing it up but um because it's a big thing for um as far as dmd is concerned that there's been a big change here in um the swedish I guess medical laws. I'm not sure how. I mean, you can explain it a bit better than I. But the actual drugs and stuff that are involved are now okay here. Yeah, well, <laughs> explain it a bit better. Explain it a bit better than this layman. Layman, you know, right, I'll, I'll, not here. Trying to go through uh, and become all politi- political here. Uh, well, back back in the day, when uh, has that ever stopped you? Uh, well, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep politics out of the podcast. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll leave that to when I'm drunk and JP and me arguing. That's more like it. Okay. As <laughs> as we got that. revolutions on the tabletop. Much more uh, like it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so back, back in the day when uh, I first got my son's diagnosis, there was uh, a couple of trial medications being being pursued. Like one of them is uh, Altaluran or Translana, as it's called now. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and the thing was, it was going through a phase three study. Um, the phase three study was kind of inconclusive but they did notice that it did help the boys because it, it was kind of slowing the progression of the illness down good um, so the eu decided that okay well we're gonna even though it, it's not it's not like a cure it, it's not something but it does slows down the the progression of of dmd uh, we're gonna see that okay we're gonna allow it and then under trial rules because it's like an it's a terrible illness, and it, anything that can help, they get like a special dispensation. 
Mm-hmm. I think the Americans have the same thing, like they do like a fast track. They have something with the Food and Medical Administration Board or something. The FDA, they, yeah. Yeah, FDA. They, they do like a, a, a fast track when it comes to like serious illnesses. And if it can have some sort of help, they, they can give like temporary okay for medication that hasn't gone through the entire circle of tests and trials and shit. Uh, so the, the same thing happened in the EU. And everyone said, oh, it's all, all good. Except Sweden, being a fucking being Sweden, to, being Sweden, decided that the medical board uh, in the European Union, which also had Swedish representation, and unanimously said that this is okay, decided no, we can't trust the, our own doctors, so we're going to leave it to the politicians to decide. Uh. And now, six years later, they have decided that yes, they can. Uh, we, we, we will let the boys, there's 13 boys that can use this medication in Sweden, which is the fucking fucked up part of this. Because you have to have a special part of, of the DMD illness where this actually works. Yeah. Or slows down the, the progression of the disease. And it's like, oh, well, are we we're going to allow it? And that was yesterday. Which is fucking awesome. Which news. is that from today. So they yeah. are allowed it. So the medication is allowed by the boys, which means that I don't have to take my son to Turkey to get uh, medical treatment anymore, which is amazing. That is great news. I mean, they, it's, it's about fucking, fucking time. They, every, every third month. Yeah, it's about fucking time they sorted this shit out. Um, yeah. And it was the dumbass long way around doing it. But the most important thing is it's sorted. It's going to do good for for your boy and uh, all those, you know, the thir- 13 boys that are affected in total. Nice. Which, yeah. which is the outcome. That's what I look. That's why I wanted to shout it out because it's a positive change, and it's things like this that, you know, requ- yeah. this is going to sound really weird. I think this stuff like this is going to require it requires a diff- some degree of money to get this stuff talked about and moved along and all these sort of decisions made. So you know, whatever we're doing through this raffle, it's helping, and that is just a small, minor win. Well, but it's the, a win. The, 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 the raffle is one of the things that made this happen because yeah obviously i've been interviewed and well, there we all are, then. these stupid boards and shit and 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 i've talked about the raffle and I said like well this is what we're doing we're doing a raffle because we want to fund research because obviously the fucking government doesn't do it where's where's my tax money going through i don't know but that's a whole different story but obviously the government isn't doing it so so all research company and medical companies are are relying uh, heaps on grants, either from especially like when they have university students and stuff, or uh, research students that are doing research within this field, they rely heaps of on grants and and funding from charities and and so on. So, so I was using an example like we're trying to do our part because we're doing it. so that that's got heaps of more publicity because you had donations from all over the world, like our little nerd genre. Yeah, kind of, we can we can come together and do something positive. Why the fuck can our politicians do something? Do, do something, and so it's good. Well, so. that's that's even more of a more of a positive effect than I even thought about. So fucking, you know, big up for everyone who's been involved and all that sort of stuff. This shows the positives of it, and all we're yeah. going to do is keep doing more. So, yeah, exactly, that's why I wanted to. That's why I wanted we, to highlight it. As long as we have this ball rolling we'll put on pressure for people to actually do something about it which is amazing so just, it's not just about getting funds to uh you know to for donations to to do our raffle and 
give money to research because while you guys donate and while you spread the word around about the charity, the more people know about it and the more people discuss about it and the more, more of a pressure we have as a community, yeah. as individual people to make things happen. Yeah, and I mean, that that involvement, as you said, you know, yes, we're, we're, from our point of view, we're, we're asking people to try and make a financial donation with a, with a potential outcome, a reward with the raffle, but you can do so much good just by simply sharing the raffle to your local community. If you can't put any money in, that's fine. Sharing it, boosting the signal is worth as much as a ticket to to the cause, basically, yeah. to, to what we're trying to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it again because it's important to keep reiterating this. We do nothing. To, we have nothing to do with the money. We don't touch it. We don't see it. Freddie simply gets a notification that the money's going through. And that's what we use to then build up the raffle draw. Um, so there's nothing. There is literally nothing invested in this for us. We don't get any sort of outcome other than simply doing what is right and doing something that is good and important to us as you know, as a team, as as part of the podcast community. And yeah, I just want that to be keep being clear every time. I don't want people to think we're trying to make something out of this for ourselves. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's the important thing. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's doing the world of good, guys. It's doing the power of good. So keep on doing it. Yeah. Um, so I guess I probably yeah. should talk about my hobby progress after all that. But, <laughs> um yeah, this is, there's only, I will say this, there's, there's a little bit, I've managed to do uh, some moving and shaking to get some transfers on the way finally for uh, for my World Eaters. I have almost everything in a box now. My plan is to literally base coat and paint, because it's a vehicle list, because it's on the breakthrough list. I, I literally plan to paint everything at the same time and take a weekend and just sit down and do all the vehicle work in, in the weekend. Um, so there's that. And so, like paint, painting white and other colors, basic painting white and other colors. Yes, yes, exactly. Painting white and other colors, and maybe some pin washing as well. Um, but uh, I've um, I've spent a bit. Actually, I spent a bit of time trying to um, work out what I want to do with the force um, because the. Uh, I love the, I love the world eaters. I mean, they're and because they're the only the only, only only army that really does gel well with my iron warriors. Apparently, um, according to the you know matrix matrix of, of friendship in uh, in the rule books, um, I've been trying to have some fun with these guys. But uh, I want to go a little bit later in the heresy when things are getting a bit more um, witchy poo. Yes, I mean I'm trying to. St- I'm definitely I'm not going with psychers or anything like that. But I mean I've got like. Um, like uh yeah i've got um uh what you call it <laughs> i've decided to go for a prayer tour on a bike um i haven't got a jet bike i've got a normal bike because i quite like the idea because I've, I've managed to get hold of uh, a plastic orc bike from the speed freaks with like giant grills on it and shit like that so i'm going a bit mad maxi vibe for this lot yeah. i've talked about them before and i found so i actually found some mark ii armor uh, which I'm going to use for the uh, seekers that I'm doing. Um, I'm thinking of throwing in some bear, some like normal 
muscular arms and stuff like that. So it looks a bit more broken down. Um, what do you mean broken down? Uh, so like they they don't have full arm like they're, full they're, armor they're, and stuff. Yeah, they're losing armor plates. So kind of like halfway between uh, the 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 circus that there will be and um, and basically you know what they are before. Yeah, basically. So they're getting a bit more down that route. Uh, thanks to my buddy Frederick, I managed to get some uh, Chaos Space Marine helms, some fun-looking ones, some, some that have got that sort of Mark II-esque vibe to it, some of the more uh, futuristic ones. But uh, I'm going to take the, the, the obvious stuff, like the horns and stuff off them and sort of smooth them down a bit so they've got that there. Um, and, and really sort of go a bit more all out on the Seekers because I'm only using Seekers and Red Butchers as sort of like actual foot troops uh, in the list. So, you know, the, the, the red butchers are just beautiful. <laughs> you don't really need uh, any more. Seekers and red butchers. Seekers and red butchers, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, go- I'm going crazy. I'm trying something different. Um, just to have some, some different, sco- well, a scoring unit that isn't a predator would be nice, um, <laughs> which is what the seekers are for. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm throwing different aspects in. And I, I literally last night, uh, I've been building the, the Praetor model. So he's sort of standing up on his bike, power fist, holding onto the controls. And then he's got like the, uh, his axe out to the side. And I found this really nice plastic Beastman axe, which is, look, looks proper gruesome, like, you know, proper head taker. Yeah. And it's got some runes carved into it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go in and paint the runes in and go a bit more witchy poo in that way. Um, so I think that's going to start showing up a little bit in, in the army and, you know, I've got uh, a super heavy there that I'm going to paint up and do some fancy stuff on it, but then also do some Rooney stuff on it and, and some weird shit on it. So it's all in a box. It all needs base coating It all needs, but right now I've got terrain staring at me that needs doing. I've got Titans that need working on. So that's being put off and probably will be aimed at standard. Jeez. Okay, calm down. Uh, we'll be aimed at Scandus this year, I think, maybe. I mean, I might, I might try and have a breakthrough list in a city fight. Who knows? It could be stupid. Probably will be. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to have some fun with it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's I all... I think it will fit perfectly for Scandus. I think so, too. I mean, I'm, I've got 2,500 lists. I can't decide if I will basically want to go Angron and something nasty in a drop pod. Or something, or a you know party wagon or something to the, sort of bump that up towards a thousand. Or if I want to go something like, like I said, I've got those three dreadnoughts. Do I want to go three a mortif- mortificator or whatever it is, and or mort- a mortician is what I want to call him, a mortician and three dreadnoughts, all close combat loadout, and and have that there. Or you know, what, I, I've got to work out what I'm going to do for the extra thousand points come Scandus. But um, yeah. Basically, mass bulk paint vehicles, get them done. Um, that sort of thing. That's that's what I've been working on there. Um, also doing a few commissions for people as well. Uh, got some nights on the go slowly. And, uh, yeah, a few other bits and pieces. I'm very much looking forward to clearing out my Titan backlog as well by hopefully Lincoln, which will be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I've been working on. But... Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing in the volumes compared to you, bud. So it's, ah, that's right. It's the Good way it is, there. man. You keep, you keep, you keep us on the hobby straight and narrow, bud. <laughs> nah, well. That's what it's all about. 
But uh, yeah, so that's what I've been working on. Um, thankfully, I still have my Iron Warriors lurking around, which is good. So uh, I'm I'm good for link on with an army there somehow. I'll work it all out. So that'll be fun. Bitter iron. Always bitter. Hashtag bitter iron. Uh, well, well, maybe I should set you up as a separatist then. I set me up wherever. I, I, as long as it's not loyalist, I'm good. Because <laughs> no, I played loyalist once. I, I feel like I've done that now. Uh, I even tried to, like I said, it was like death guard. Play, death guard. Play, playing is such a strong word. Yeah, very much so. Um, well, it was. It was. Yeah, it was basically. You know, like I said, it was salamanders and death guard. I I like to think those salamanders were Harris. You know, traitor adjacent. Rather than loyalists lying, because mm-hmm. just the only way I could justify playing them. <laughs> but uh, no, in all seriousness, it's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to play wherever, man. You know me; it's all it's all about yeah. the heresy. It's all about the fun. Um, but yeah, and I'm looking looking forward to Lincoln. Uh, if there is, I'm going to make a personal shout out. If there's anybody coming up from Scorn and has room in a car, please get in touch with me because I, I could do with help getting up there and back, preferably. Uh, <laughs> that would be nice. Up, up, Both ways up. would be useful. But uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll, I'll lean. It. I'll make sure that you know. I'll keep. I've got to keep the cost down. So who knows? I'll maybe take a, you know, wash my hair in the rain or something. You know, I'll find a way of doing. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's just between that's just between me and Freddie. Don't worry, guys. There's, there's nothing there. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, news, new stuff. What have we got to talk about? New stuff wise. Well, we uh, have book four and and eight. I mean, four, four and six. Coming Four out. and six. Awesome. Uh, coming out, and like we said, it coming out and disappearing again right away. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Soft cut, soft back. <laughs> Which uh, apparently were even more popular. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd well, have thunk it, huh? Well, that they were popular, I would know, because everyone wanted to have that book. Yeah, as soon as it went out, I think every trading group went... Has anybody got book four for sale? I will literally sell you my soul and my miniature collection for it. Yeah. And it's like, eh, eh, tempting. Tempting. You know, but yeah, it is crazy. best book ever. Hashtag it best book be- ever. It is the best book ever. It really is. And uh, yeah. And then obviously book eight has gone out and book six. Was it book six they've done in soft cover as well? Yeah, book six. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they're going to do the wall because I want to get a cheaper copy of book one because I, I want to read up more on the uh, on the Did old uh, world eaters. Yeah. Yeah, I've got them on my iPad, but it's it's not enough. You know, I want all the fluff and all the history. No, you, it's... You, want, you want them all on your shelf like a real man. Yes, yes, I do. I might have to sell the shelf to buy them, but, you know, at least it'll, <laughs> it'll, it'll be there. You know, that's the, that's the important part at the end of the day. It's having the books. Don't you have a kidney left? <laughs> not one that works very well, but I can try. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll see if I can get it done. Baby but, steps. Uh, ba- yeah, baby steps all about and if i haven't got a kidney i'm sure somebody out there i can find will have one (laughs) sorry (laughs) so yeah but those books are out which is really cool and it's nice to see that uh you know the angel is back in stock and you know book eight's doing well and all the white skull stuff is doing well and well the limited edition sigwin is yeah stock yeah i'm I'm... okay answer me this is it is it I get why they're selling them separately, you know, because it is quite a chunk of resin and, you know, it's 1500 or whatever and all that sort of jazz. Um, Or 1500 crowns, I should say. We're talking Swedish money here. Uh, But there is a price difference between the two. But why make it limited edition? 
Why why do that? I mean, there's you've got the what is it, Russ, and you got you can buy the Russ and Magnus base for their displays and stuff. I think still, I may be wrong. I'm going to have a look now. But you know, why do that in the first place? Why make it limited edition? It just doesn't seem sensible to me because it's such a damn good display base. You know, it is. I know it is, but well, I don't know. It might have something to do with uh, that it is big and it is chunky. And I don't know, making it limited edition. I, I think they should still have it. Maybe they don't, they don't have to have a massive amount of stock, like not book four amounts of stock anyway. <laughs> but, you know, they, they, they should have both options available for sure. Or at least sell the, the base separately. Yeah. Yeah, because I think uh, like most people will buy Sanguinius first. Yeah, and then they will think like, "Well, I want the display base." Yeah, because I mean, you look at all the other. I mean, I'm literally looking at it now, looking at all the other, um, all the other Primarchs and stuff like that. They're not. Uh, let's be fair; it's not the bases aren't as chunky. That's fair, um, but still, they have pretty epic display bases, and I just think it would be, I don't know. Maybe it's just me making something out of nothing, but I would very much like to to see that not be limited edition and just keep selling it, or at least, like you say, sell the base because you can get the base for you know twenty twenty five quid according to four twelve for Magnus and Lehman Russ, and that's not a an exorbitant amount of resin. Um, so put it up for sale, guys, please, because I actually want to buy Sanguinius at some point and paint him because he looks gorgeous. Um, yeah. What can you say, man? You know, it just I just hope that they get around to doing that. That's all. But uh, you were mentioning something about Titanicus uh, when we were talking beforehand. Oh, that I had to order the Duma Moloch book. Yeah. I have read up on the rules for Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, that one. It's more for the fact that the Duma Moloch <laughs> book is, is kind of, I think it was out last time we talked or whatever, but. No, no, well, it, it actually it? got dropped, uh, what was it, like two days ago? There we are. See, more new stuff. More, I, I lucked into that one. I lucked into that I, one. I would look it up if my f- stupid fucking web browser worked. <laughs> but I, yeah, I know that it just got released recently. Like, out, of, you know, out in the stores. Yeah. Definitely between last episode and this one. <laughs> so, yeah. But Duma Moloch, the news, uh, the one that we was previewed uh, at uh, the weekender, the one, the new houses, yeah, yeah, that got out as well, and uh, those two new fancy weapons for the Titan. Ooh, yeah, the they've just it's uh, the volcano cannon and something else, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to have a look now for it myself, see if I can find it. The, wasn't it the Bellicosa volcano cannon? Or something? Yeah, it was the volcano see? cannon, and was it the Gatling cannon as well? No, 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 no. no. No, it was for the the war- warlord. Ah, okay, my bad then. Um, there was uh, like a some sort of volcano cannon and something else. Yeah. If I had the internet, I would have told you. <laughs> if it was working, you know. <laughs> if I had nothing, now I have nothing to give you. So you have to use your fucking Google foo. But I know there was two new weapons, and they were pre- previewed on the weekender, and they're out in the stores now. Mm-hmm. And the Duma Moloch is out. And also the new uh, terrain for Adeptus Titanicus, uh, the, the fancy domed spires and shit for the, for the house. They look gorgeous. 
the Titanic yeah. stuff look, it just looks so pretty. Has yeah. to be said. It oh, it's uh, the yeah, it almost right. It was the Adeptus Titanicus uh, Warlord uh, Titan Macro Gatling Blaster. There we go. Hopefully that was the one that came out. That that one and the the Bellicotta. Uh, very much loving the new stuff out, and I can't wait to see what we're going to be, what fun we're going to be having when it comes to link on with the Titans. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Good, though. I, I really want to play some. Anyway, there we go. Got it back for the technical difficulties out of the way. It just turns out that the recording bot is a bit of a dick and decided <laughs> to disconnect randomly. Uh, you know, stuff happens. What can we say? Welcome to the internet, ladies and gentlemen. Like, like he does. Yeah, very he much. So. Strike. It's all about it's it's the it's the first of May anyway. So, yeah, exactly. Monday. All right. So I was saying that um, I can't even remember what I was saying now, but that I really hope that we're not getting too many players, which it sounds weird, probably when you're hosting an event, but. I hope we're going to get enough plays to fill out the 10 tables because I really want to play a full day of Adeptus Titanicus and not just EOing that I will be doing all day on Saturday. Yeah, well, if I can get up early enough on the Friday, I will jump in and do that with you uh, because I, uh, at least I should be playing as long as yeah. I'm there because I've got uh, a loader army from the, the lovely Daniel Stenart. I'm going to be playing a Warhound list. Ooh. And it'll be my first game as well. So I'll be like, yay, I'm learning as I die. I mean... Um, Learning as I play, all the hounds. It's a woof woof list. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'll be learning as I die, basically. <laughs> well, the woof woof list is really fun and cool. So, I hope so. It's It'll be, be all types of funny. Yeah. So yeah. can't wait. Can't wait. It's just uh, was it like four weeks left? Yeah, a little a little under four weeks left, quite possibly, Jesus isn't it? Christ, I'm stressed now. I need to get. More yeah, shit. me too. We're all more good. shit painted. God it's, damn it! It's all about it's all about it's all about the hobby stress. We we didn't do this. I mean, we're not as bad as some. At least we're not painting the entire army like a week before the event or something. But you know, yeah. Well, we can't all be <coughs> Magnus. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to go there, but he's not here to defend himself. So of course, you know. Then again, I can't complain. I did the same thing before Depticon last year. So yeah, literally, you painted a militia army, which isn't even funny. No, that, yeah, that's no. not funny. That that's that's. I, I, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, masochistic. Slightly yeah, retarded. Yeah, that too. But I'll let you go that way. <laughs> no, that, that was not a smart idea. No, definitely not a smart idea. Um, but you know, it happens. Um, so yeah. Anyway, guys. Um, unless there's anything else we really need to cover, buddy, I think we should uh, probably head on out and get, get on with our main segment for everybody. Yep. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, we'll do that then. All right, guys. Scandus well, <laughs> I thought you said, I just thought you said Scandus is coming. I was like, yeah, that oh, works too. Yeah, <laughs> that works Scandus, as well. Scandus, Samus. Yeah, they're, all, they're all coming. It's all, it's all, all coming. Come. 
Can't yeah. escape them. Um, <laughs> so we're going to head on out to um, some music, and we'll be right back to you with our main segment, which is all things that make you go bump, that go bump in the night, and will scare the living shit out of you. That is all demons. So we'll be right back after this. And it is time to get into part three of hopefully three. Uh, it all depends how long it takes us to go through this. Depends how many beers we get through and all that sort of jazz. But tonight, as we said before in our intro, it is all about demons. It's all about the new marine units that are coming uh, that have come out and are very much going to give the meta a swift kick in the nuts, which I'm very much looking forward to on all accounts. So it's it's pretty simple. Uh, and tonight we've got joining us, um, returning for his third episode in a row, is the Scary. wonderful. I know it's, it's almost part of the furniture. Uh, is, is the wonderful pair? How are you doing, buddy? Very fine, thank you. I got some Good. internet issues with you. I'm fine. Yeah, well, slap your slap your servitor a bit harder, and hopefully the connection will keep up. Uh, but you know. 
keep on it, man. We, we're glad we got you here. Yeah, just just yeah. Like, like all us amateur professional, professional amateurs, just roll through it, man. Just go through it. That's what we're going to do. Um, so, yeah, and obviously there's myself, Freddie, and Eric is here for this one as well. Um, so we're going to have uh, an interesting chat, as always, as we start discussing um, yep. the last remnants or the last bits of Book 8 and just interesting how uh, it's going to have – I think it's going to be a lot of talk about how it's going to affect the meta and where things are going to go, but we shall see. So, Freddie. Yes. Take it away, my friend. Take the lead on this one because (laughs) you are the man for this. I wouldn't say the man for this. The entity, maybe, of the the fucking Rinsworth. The godlike godlike entity on the planet of pretzels and beer cans. Uh, Well, uh, basically, we're going to talk a little bit about demons, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and the demons of the RuneStorm army list, uh, I know that you guys already know a little bit that was leaked during the Weekender, but it is essentially the part of this army list is a sandbox tool mm-hmm. to create whatever you want. You can create the normal stuff like the corn. You can create a corn demon army, a slanesh, a Nurgle, a Zint one. Uh, using Hello. Like whatever you want. Um, sorry, bit of a bit of a cough there. Sorry, <laughs> a generic one. It it it's really for people for people that remember back in the day from 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 the book like Realm of Chaos. Uh, it, it is it is kind of back to where it started, where where you can tweak and twist and do little bits and pieces the way you want. You can really customize this this demon army to be whatever you want to do. Or you can use existing Games Workshop thing and, and do whatever you want as well. But, there, I like that. Yeah. Uh, but to go back to the, the reasoning behind the way it is like this is, is because the demon army is supposed to be represented from the viewpoint of the Imperium. Okay, this is going to be complicated, but bear with me. Uh, at the time of the Horus Heresy, Fluff wife, if we're talking canon fluff, uh, not many people knew about the warp and that there are demons in the warp or entities or like the, the imperial truth was keep spreading that well there are might be like Xenos entity within the warp but they are just that that's nothing. No one knew that they fed on emotions and all that other crud that we know later on in the forty first millennium or in whoever played fantasy and so on. Uh, so no one really knows what's going on. Like, what what is a demon? They think they're basically just aliens, right? So when they show up, they don't know anything about the chaos gods. They don't know like there's there's corn. They don't know zint or anything. The, the only one that really knows a little bit shit about what's going on is probably the word bearers and thousand sons because obviously they're nosy. But so so this is to give the representation for the opponent or whoever creates this demon army that we don't really know what the fuck is going on. What is this shit that is just spilling out of warp rifts all over the planet? Kind of like for people that read books about the Calvin stuff, the reaction, yeah, the reaction of the, the ultramarines and the militia and the solar auxilia facing the demons. It's like, what, 
the fuck is this? Like, have they allied with some Xenos or like, what's going on? What what is this force? So that that is the reason why the army isn't just it's just not chaos, Codex Chaos demons. You know, yeah. what we're used to. This is just a sandbox tool to kind of be able to create a demon army that, well, you could create a corn army, like with bloodless and shit, that we would know what that is. But using this tool is more emphasis on trying to create something that gives you, um, gives the player some kind of a, an unknown. What's going on here? What, what the hell is going on? And we're going to go into that more when we go into because there are different victory conditions. There's different way how the demon army plays compared to a normal stock standard Horus Heresy army. So that, that is just like the main basic gist of things. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like if you look into the rules and stuff, uh, they give you a kind of a... Di- they, it's really nice because <laughs> I know Anush said at the weekend that obviously like any other army in the Horus Heresy, this can be broken. Like you can break militia or go fearless fucking levies. You can break, you can break marines by doing certain things. You can break mechanicum. You can you can break the demon army. You could definitely break your opponent. That's for sure. Yeah, but but the the thing is, just like with every other army list that we have, yeah. <laughs> it's all about self regulation <laughs> because. Any army, like, we, we, we've seen it in our uh, step cousins in the 40k universe, that obviously you can max meaning, I think, um, Havocs, the mm-hmm. Chaos Havocs with the um, chain guns, or the new black there, pun intended. Thanks for laughing, guys. You're so good. <laughs> we love, uh, we, and- <laughs> you got it. You got them. You defeated your own pun before we got to laugh at it. Come yeah, on. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I think, think it was uh, dark talking about something we don't know what is. Oh so, God, don't even. Yeah, but still, so obviously we could go down that path and take this army list and completely turn it into something disgusting, Magnus with Sekhmet in so mortalis thing. But that is not the purpose of this list. The purpose of this list is to use a sandbox kind of like the militia army, and create something thematic and cool that works on the tabletop as well. And I think that another thing that will happen just as when they introduce Mechanicum into the Horus Heresy, there was a long period, like three, three to four months, where people were like, what the effing thing is this? Like, your Thanatar does what? What is this plasma oh, bombard? God, yeah. What the hell? What is how, how do I hide from it? <laughs> yeah, what what is with all these crazy lightning? Go- what the Thalax jumps again? What what is yeah. going on? Why oh. doesn't these thralls break? Can I just point? <laughs> can I just point out? We need to make that a phrase now. What the Thalax? What that the Thalax? To, yeah. What the Thalax has to be a thing now. What the Thalax? <laughs> yeah. So there will be a period when people will be playing against yes. demon armies. And we were pretty lucky because we had demons at Gothcon, so I was I had time to check them out. And also, I had a couple of uh, trial games against demons, and I had deviled a little bit with my old demon uh, miniatures. So 
there will be an introduction period, but even when you do a totally retarded demon list, you will still win. Because your opponent has no fucking idea what's going on, because this is completely new. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I was just about to say define totally retarded, but you know. Yeah, no, but you, we, you we'll can get make, there. We'll get there. Yeah, but, but yeah, well, we're going to like you, you can do some nasty, like you can do some lists that are definitely not OP and will struggle. Like the the one weakness that we're going to go into eventually until they they don't have that many options against armor that is in close combat. Yeah, yeah. So they will. Yeah, fu funny enough. Yeah, fu funny enough. Yeah. One of the counters there will be Death Stars. Yeah. Which so they they, they have weaknesses. They have massive strength. At this point in time. But the thing you you can always optimize max min your list just like you can do with everything else. Um, but there are ways that you can do a really soft list. But I think in the beginning, when we start seeing them on the table, people will lose partly because of uh, the dominions and how you can change missions, but also because they are not used to the stats and how they operate. Yeah, it's that it's that bell curve of just learning yeah. something new. So yeah, sort of like the first time you face custodes, you know, they do what? What will happen now? Yeah. yeah, but this this one is going to be worse. This one is going to be worse in that direction because the demons are basically yeah. you can build two armies that are except for the basic stats, everything can be different. Um, so, so and like we we some of us have theorized probably some of the best builds that could be made, but. I think a lot of time will be spent before, you know, the, it, it's, it's that's a how you usually thing. do it. Comes it, it, will take, um, it will take three to four months so, until which people start getting their head around how the demon works. Yeah. Uh, because you need to play a lot of games on them. That many have demon armies that are coming. Like we, we start to have a few ones rocking up to our events and we kind of encourage them just to, yeah. so people get used to the idea that there are demons around and get getting exposed to it so that they don't have to do the whole aha shit what what the effing thing is this uh, but after a year i think people will start realizing that well it's no biggie like it's just demons okay then i know i have to i have to weather the first three turns i need to have an idea about i need to ask him about have you changed your fucking mission objectives using your dominion thing because that's going to be a thing that people keep forgetting and then, oh, yeah. and then, uh, and then they will think, okay, what is like t your upgrades when they go through? Like these are these are my lesser demons. They have the following upgrades. Okay, well now I know what the fuck these upgrades mean when he tells me them. <laughs> you know, so I have an A. Okay, this is really good at close combat. Okay, this is gonna hurl fucking lightning bolts at me. This is gonna be nasty flying around, and it's probably gonna land land somewhere in my background. Oh, and these units here are. The are their fucking anti-tank things. So you will start getting a sense of what's going on after a while. Yeah. I mean, it, like I said, it's gonna, it's a learning curve. And with, with stuff like that, with stuff with new armies, it's always fun to face them. 
because it's always fun to have something thrown at you that's different. Uh, yeah. You know, like the first but, time I play White like, Scars and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, but in, 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 def in defense of this whole thing, and just like Neil and Anush said, is that when you rock up and you play against demons, the first year and stuff like that, like the, the first time you play against demons, the second time, the third time, after a while you start figuring it out, it can't be more fucking fluff realistic than that. Because exactly. that's exactly what the fuck happened. Because you're like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is these big, massive, bleeding Xenos that makes my head hurt? Uh, <laughs> the thing they're the, screaming the, the, skulls. I have no idea. What is wrong well, with these? The best thing is, I mean, if it, it's it's just so much fun I'm when you're hallucinating. Think, yeah. I'm in kindergarten again. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's just a lot of fun when you think like that. If you take the just go the fluff thing for a very quick second, you know, there there's literally people who up and didn't have anything happen never had an encounter until you know effectively i'm guessing the siege of terror like yeah. literally and there's there's probably you know i've just got this beautiful image in my head of um of uh, imperial fist literally shitting bricks <laughs> the first time they encounter well it, isn't that good cool. because then they can build walls quicker well they would literally shit the bricks for the walls but by that point oh. i think you'd be a bit late i don't know you know <laughs> Just at me if you're an Imperial Fist player and want to complain about that that sentiment. I'm, I'm fine. Bring it. But haven't they encountered demons? I'm sure they have, but the majority of the people based on Terror haven't. Uh, fist have. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. I don't think maybe. so. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and the other thing that you, you touched on, Freddie, about the whole sandbox thing. Is I absolutely love the fact that the the guys and I don't know if you're going to cover this anyway, but the the there's lots of designers notes on it in the book, yeah. um, and my favourite one is the bases, where they literally <laughs> this is this is if you're going to make your own custom demon lord or greater demon, this is the base it needs to be on. Yeah, you know if you're going to do demon chosen, it's on this. A demon brute, it's on this. And it's just nice yeah. that it's there because it's in like, put whatever the fuck you want on that base, but for it to be considered this, this is the base it has to be on. Yeah, that, that's really, really cool. You can really dig out your bits box on these oh, yeah. and this back and still waiting you have. For, uh, and your fucking all those third-party uses, your classic demons. The classic Warhammer fucking... armies, classic Warhammer no, no, armies. No. You have yeah, these yeah. metal horrors and flamers. You know, I'm still waiting. <laughs> oh, I remember those, Pelle. <laughs> that is our childhood, mate. Yes. But I, I found. I, I'm playing around now. We, we are definitely. That's totally. We, we're we're going to see a nurgling at some yeah, point. Yeah, of nurgling on each other. Building it, up it runes to reinstorm Demon Lord. Now that, I would be so happy to face that. I would love that if somebody did. Somebody did well, flies. How do you make flies in in this game? Tons of <laughs> hundred thousands of small flies making a demon. Yeah, it, legit. If it, everyone has, will do that. Thread, uh, that's book. fucking amazing. The new book about uh, Motarion. You no, read it? Not yet. Uh, no, no spoilers. I have no time. I have no work to get. Okay. You know where to talk about, Freddy. Yeah, I know. Shut up. No.
no spoilers. Uh, anyway, so are we going to start uh, talking about rock and roll? Rock and roll. Let's dive straight into the rules. Where, where are we? Go- where are oh, we going to? Well, basically, we're, we're not. I don't know if we need to cover the base sizes and stuff. Uh, no, I just mentioned it because it was yeah. cool. Well, it, it it is smart though because it means that uh, it is easy for people to know what is a, a demon lord, what is a fucking demon behemoth, and so on and so on. Like, where where, where do you put him on? Uh, same with like the runestone processed and stuff. Uh, but I think one one of the most important bits of this, yeah, uh, is that. Well, besides that, they're hinting on don't fucking break this list. But but the other one is that they are actually giving you the opportunity to do. They don't say you have to do the games workshop range and whatever. It says like this is just a guideline. Obviously, they're hinting at use games workshop fucking demons, but this is a guideline so you know how to build your army. Uh, and the other important thing is that demons will always be traitors. Oh yeah. Big surprise! <laughs> I'd love. It. I can't wait and, to see and, excuse for pulling that off the other way. <laughs> so uh, I said. So basically, I'll just go through it. Um, when you use your demon, uh, demon of runestorms, first of all, you can't. If you if you summon a demon, like in the good old days, they lose all the rules that pertains to demons of the runestorm. Uh, another thing that's quite important is that uh, they are treated as agents of the war masses on the allies chart so they are pretty much uh, they're, they're pretty good when it comes to being an allied for a traitor detachment if you want to use them as allies uh, and we're going to go uh, you can use demons as allies we're going to go through how that uh, affects the number of warp rifts and stuff yep. further on um, but I don't know uh, if we g- want to go through that right now, the warp rifts while we're talking about it. Well, I think it, it so, might be worth going through because it's yeah. it's important. I mean, if you've got it, if you if you're listening at home and you have book eight in front of you, go to page two hundred and thirty-two. Uh, as <laughs> well, you listen, listen to us. You- yeah. <laughs> or if you're not, if you haven't got it, pretend you have and feel like you're one of the team. Uh, because let's go through the rules there, Freddie. Let's start there, mate. Yeah, well, well, we'll start with it. Like we have in the rule books, we have the demon rule, right? Mm. Uh, which is a generic special rule. Uh, here, that that is good and fine for uh, for normal demons when you summon and stuff. But in this army list entry, you instead have a rule that says demon of the rune storm, which is a bit different. Uh, in some cases, same as the demon rule in other cases. Basically, like the demon special rule in the rulebook, they have a 5 plus invulnerable save. They gain the fear special rule, and they're immune to fear and uh, automatically pass pinning, fearing, regrouping tests, and so on. Um, and they, and they, but they cannot choose to fail a more morale check to. Uh, due to our weapons are useless you know if you're stuck with the dreadnought you can't fucking kill it you can run away but demons can't so so they they and and the thing is when they ever they have to do a morale check and it yep. instead of falling back they suffer perils of the warp so that is that is uh, kind of different to a normal morale check 
Right. Back in the day, they used to be fearless. So they used to fucking stood around and kept fighting and shit. Um, and then, uh, then they have the in- instability. So if you lost combat by so and so, you had to do certain. Yeah, but the instability. But now, basically, what happens is if you lose a combat by a certain amount, um, uh, by a certain amount, and then you fail, you have to do a pairs of the warp check. Hmm. Yeah. And basically, which is way different. Yeah, do you want to go through it, Eric? Which is different. In the, in, yeah. Yeah, I can. Um, yeah, you basically just roll a d6. And on a 1, the unit gets uh, weapon skill and basic skill 1. Uh, for a whole turn and suffers d3 wounds with no saves of any kind allowed and no feel no pain either um, and if it happens in the psychic phase and you lose all your work out, then the phase ends basically um, then there's two to five oh, but you can save them and yeah so yeah but if, if the phase ends the warp charges remaining don't really matter anyway <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, they, you also lose all your orb charts. Um, it, if you roll 2 to 5, then the unit suffers D3 wounds. Um, and then um, you roll a D3 plus 1, D3 plus 1, and then you get that amount of warp charges uh, on both sides. If And it's, again, only if in, in the psychic phase. So you both get them to dispel extra cast powers. Um so basically, you can that way kill demons to generate more power dice in your uh, psycho phase if you cast with a lot of dice. And then on a six, you get plus one weapon skill, plus one ability skill, and you um, also um, get D3 extra war charges. So basically, number one is really bad for the unit, but the rest. As, as long as you don't have really expensive models, it doesn't really matter with the perils of the war because basically all demons have at least two wounds, so suffering D3 wounds is basically just losing one model on average in a normal unit. Um, no, but they're, 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 so, uh, they're so a really the, good flavor. The perils are not nearly as bad is, as they could be. Um, which is why it, it fits nicely. Yeah, I totally agree there. It's like oh, the old realm of kill yeah. things. And it yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think it happened. Yeah, and it's kind of like an mm-hmm. ability. So it's a cool flame. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you can still lose wounds. Yeah, you can still lose wounds, but you don't lose the entire units like you could yeah. with the old demon rules in 7th in, uh, edition. Um, so, so that works really well for them. Um, I think we're going to... Basically, I think for demons, we're gonna see a lot of uh, a lot like, that like they have the psycho phase instead of the uh, <laughs> instead of the f- shooting phase. Yeah, but it's um, I mean a lot like a, okay, a lot like a psychic heavy yeah, thousand yeah. suns are. No, you know. thousand suns are it's, both. <laughs> it becomes their primary <laughs> becomes their primary phase, which again makes a hell of a lot of sense yeah, when yeah, you think definitely. about it. And I I really like that um, they've gone with they sort of riffed off the existing. <laughs> perils of the warp table where you know one was bad and six was do you basically get roided roided up by the by the powers of the warp and i like that it's fun 
Good. And it, it throws in and it adds that little bit of um, randomness to stuff. Especially but it, when, but when it's sh- not that massive fucking tell. No, and especially when shit, go- when shit starts hitting the fan for yeah. a demon player, it's then a case of, come on, six, come on, six. You know, you're wanting these things to happen, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but you, but again, you, if you, let's say you want to cast some of the really hard powers, then you just throw a lot of dice into it and then you generate more dice. Uh, if also if you roll two to five, um, so often it would be easier to cast than to dispel. So I think we're going to see in some armies that you will be able to cast like five, six powers in one turn. Uh, or at least try, <laughs> uh, because you'll be losing uh, some of them to perils, um, but then generate more dice again. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to. I'm I've started yeah. my own demon army. Bring so, it at the end of the I'm, day. I'm definitely you know, gonna I, try it. <laughs> my point of view is quite simple: mix. drop as many fucking shots on it, and if there's anything left afterwards, see what it does to you. Yeah. It works. <laughs> That's Iron Warrior strategy, right? Pretty much, bro. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. works. And the thing is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the thing is also when, when we when we talk demons here, and it it can sound really overpowered, uh, the psycho stuff they have. Um, but but one thing we're gonna hit on later is also the new uh, relics or and or new uh, items, the psychana stuff. Because there is a lot of new stuff in the in book eight that works against psychic powers and against psychers. Bring on the destroyers. Um, you can pretty much pump your army up and psych grenades. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we will need to see where it ends. Diminishing during the game. Um, it's also weak. Yeah. It can look powerful at the beginning, but. We'll get there. We'll get there. So what, what, let, yeah, let's talk yeah. about these uh, part of the parting of the veils and the the, the deployment, the tears in real space yeah. and shit. Freddie, give us that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so I think one of the things that people <clears throat> will uh, start to noticing is that demons don't deploy the normal way, way they do. Uh, basically, they deploy through warp rifts. And a warp rift is a five-inch template, you know, a large blast marker. So the demon player he basically gets three of these, and he deploys them according to different rules. Uh, they have to be six inches away from any table edge, twelve inches away mm-hmm. from enemy unit, or any other warp rift marker. So you can't just bunch them all up together. They can't be placed in difficult terrain, impossible terrain, or dangerous terrain, or inside a building or a fortification which would be pretty jack if you put him inside a fortification. Uh, <laughs> that would be grim as fuck. <laughs> uh, the, the other thing that's important, though, once you deploy these <laughs> markers, no enemy units <laughs> may deploy within 12 of them. So sort of like if you do your scout moves, infiltration moves or whatever, or you infiltrate and stuff, uh, if you have a warp rift marker, you can't be 12, within 12 inches of them. Yeah. Uh, so, so, that's, yeah so, yeah, so that's the other thing. Um, the thing with the warp rift marker, it, it is it's there. You so can't destroy it. You can't target more. it or anything. You can can trace line of sight through it, but uh, you get some. Uh, what is it? You get a cover save. 
Let's Some do a unit. Yeah, it, it's like shooting through a unit. So you get a cover save like shooting through a unit, which is the normal 5+. plus. Uh, not, another thing that's really important is that anything within 6 inches of the warp rift, that is a demon of Rusum, get to re-roll their failed invulnerable saves. Which is pretty badass. Uh, but yeah, so basically demon play, he doesn't deploy any of his units at the beginning of the game. He rolls for reserves as normal, and whatever he gets walks out of the warp rift, which is that large five blast well, five inch blast marker. So that is your kind of uh, table edge. So you move out of the rift marker. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're basically impossible terrain for both sides that you move out of. One, one thing I'm really um, I, w I find weird actually with that is you can uh, deep strike within like in, in turn one you can deep strike uh, wherever you want on the table uh, so basically if you're a real dick you can just deep strike drop pots around the rift markers and place people around it and the demons can't get out um, so so a drop pod army can basically take out a demon army before it even deploys the first model. Um, so I'm, I'm really, I find it weird that uh, Fortwell didn't put in like a turn one. You cannot get in within X amount of inches of one of these, uh, yeah, these things. But uh, I guess that's for for the demon players to yeah. uh, to find out or have you have to use so the move out and just fly out of it, so, no matter what. If you start it. flying, you can just move anywhere. Because you, you you place your demons yeah. either either on the edge of the marker or exactly. Hang on, sorry, just to just to jump back to that for a second. Sorry, Eric, you're saying that the you, you think there's an issue with the yeah. with drop pods. Yeah. Yeah, because basically, yeah. if you take turn one as a drop pod army. Let's say you drop two drop pods, one on each side of each marker. Um, uh -huh. Then you just walk out of the drop pod, make a run move with the units inside. And now you have a fine circle around each of the three markers. Or if, if the demon army is an allied army, the one marker. Um, so basically it's really... And, and you can also do, uh, if you have uh, bikes, jet bikes... You can do the same thing, like turn one, just block the whole, uh, all the three yeah, markers. within one inch. So I found it weird mm -hmm. that you're able to move within, you know, uh, yeah, within the... Yeah, because I, I think at least for turn one, you should have like a rule saying you cannot get within like three inch of the marker for any reason. Um, just to make sure that the demon player can actually deploy. Because you can really, you can make an army that's okay. just built to win turn one by blocking uh, uh, by blocking the markers, and that's it. Yeah, and it, it's but the it, only but army it also that can really just on, lock them down turn one like that. it also depends on who has the first turn and so on. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, definitely. But you, a lot of armies can get rerolls and stuff like that. But I, I'm also just pointing out is. One, it's a dick move. Two, I find it weird that it's possible, but we will see how it goes. Maybe uh, 
now, now the demon players will place the markers close to the table. Well, 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 that might it jump be, out of the table. I, I would definitely do that if I was in that situation. Before FAQ comes out, um, you can't go within one inch of the of the marker, which seems normal because the marker you shouldn't be able to go with one inch uh, from it. Um, because I know, know yeah. that I know there's been discussions about how you can't close off deployment cells while, while spreading your army. There, there was a big di- issue about uh, Flames of War before, where you could actually you can preempt your army, like your opponents and certain missions, by moving and deploying your like infantry across the length of his reserve area, so he couldn't get in. Mm. But it mean, but it mean that when they came in, they pushed. So they FAQ that, and when they came in, they pushed yeah. back whoever stood at the board edge. Mm. Uh, so, so they just pushed them back until they were, you know, one inch yeah. away. So. Yeah, they could also just say whenever something spawns from uh, the marker. It get, like the marker makes a flash of the warp that gives some kind of hit or something before yeah. the units come out. But we we'll see if it becomes a problem. I, I'm, I was just wondering about that because it's yeah yeah it yeah well it's, well, it's annoying well, I to think have it's, you know we can do the, stuff the like easy that. Easy fix for this and that what we were probably implement in our own event series is that uh, enemy units can't deploy within one inch of the. Uh, because then you, if you use the rules as written, it means that, well, if I get too many reserves yeah. and I can't deploy all my reserves out of the marker, well, that's fine because I just go back into ongoing reserves. So it's, it, you, you don't destroy yourself because you can't deploy. You just go back into on, ongoing reserves. And it means that yeah. whatever unit you spawned has a chance to do something about whatever is blocking the marker. But also, the demon play needs to be fancy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then again, if, yeah, so if, if you have flyers, if you have a flying and, demon, and when we're gonna basically you can't block it. So the demon play will make sure that they habit. have a few flying units can use to fly through whatever. But but I think for that... You just treat it, it as a, just treat yeah. it as a demon unit. You can't yeah. move within one inch of it. Yeah, I think, I think that is the super easy fix. Treat treat the uh, warp rift as an enemy unit, and and then you just keep ev- all the other rules as they are, no biggie. Because it means that it's still tactical sense to try and contain people coming out of the warp rift. So you can do the drop pod. You can deploy your kind of defensive line and said we're going to try and contain people out of the warp rift. Yeah. We can't do shit about the flyers, but you know the foot soldiers. Well, we'll we'll kind of deal with them two one or two units at a time. But mm. it means that it's going to be harder to block all three warp rift markers. Mm. Yeah, I would. I would say, well, yeah. I mean, there's there's easy fixes for it for, from our point of view. But if anybody's listening, oh yeah, and has read something that we've missed or has got a different opinion on it, drop us a mail or, drop, or just hit us up on Facebook or the messenger so we mm. can pick it up for. But next time but but I think that if even if we don't FAQ this, I think it yeah, becomes. The, oh, the demon yeah. player is going to be fucking smart and eventually use terrain and other things to place mm-hmm. their markers so they avoid those kind of like lock-ins. Basically, only going to be drop out. It's going to be hard. But if you if you're smart enough, you play a warp rift marker, so it's going to be yeah, hard yeah. for the drop pod to 
to contain all areas because it's going to scatter from terrain until it hits where it can land. Yeah, if if if, if we can give we can give anti dig uh, advice here. <laughs> like if you deploy close to a table edge, people are gonna fuck out with drop pods. If you deploy it close to impassable terrain. Uh, so there's no space to put the drop pod down between the marker, then you should also be pretty safe, or at least you would have to make a long run move to get there. Um, so uh, that, there are definitely yeah. ways to do it, but uh, yeah. think about it if you face a drop pod army. Yeah, see how it all ends up, basically. Yeah. So anyway, let's, get, let's jump on to the, uh, the next mm -hmm. part. Yeah, yeah. Well, the next, next part is the, another thing that makes it really thematic. And yeah. this is the reason why, well, the first part can become an issue because as a demon player, you want to have as many units on the board early as fuck. Right? Oh, yeah. The, the good thing about uh, how demon works in reserve, because the entire army is in reserves. However, things like the Mokalis, fuck rhinos, and other things, they can't affect your reserve rolls, which is good. But on the other hand, you can't use anything to help your own reserve rolls. But at least it, it's kind of even. But but the reason why you want your stuff as early as possible to kick ass is because during turn... Because the, the whole thing with the demons is they, they rock up, they're super strong, and suddenly, you know, their power wanes. They're not summoned there by a sorcerer or anything that had invested some of their power into the demon. They are there. They've just crossed the rift. They're suddenly in, in fucking real space, kicking asses and taking names, but their power is going to diminish because they're not supposed to be walking around in real space, right? <laughs> so, during turn one and two, everyone that has the Demon of Runestorm special rule has plus one toughness and plus one strength. So that's pretty fucking awesome. For right? turn so, one and two. Yeah, so during the first two Ouch. turns, you're pretty badass. So you can take a lot of punishment and you can dish out a lot of punishments. Turn three and four, you basically just have your, your normal stat lines, including any of your bonuses for upgrades and shit you had. Uh, so, so you're your stock standard demon as you bought it. Uh, turn five and six, you have minus one toughness, minus one strength. So you're starting to fade away back into the warp. Seven plus, you're minus two and minus two. So you're never going to be worth worse off than minus two on anything. But if you look at some of the some of the units entries we're going to, mm -hmm. basically you just fucking blow blow <laughs> to a blow kiss that way, and they're going to evaporate. Yeah. So basically, the, the general rule of thumb is get shit done as soon as possible. Yeah. So but remember this: you might have other objectives. We come to that. Mm. So yeah. it might not necessarily be a bad thing in the end. No. Yeah, it's not your thing. It's not no, your jam. Yeah, dude. don't worry about capture objectives with demons. Heal 132. <laughs> no. Grim. Very grim. Right, okay. It's, it's a really cool thing. It's very thematic. I really love it. I do as well. I like it. And, and with some of the some of the units we've got later on as well. It's it's brilliant fun. Um, so it's going to make things even more squishier depending on which side you're on. Um, so yeah, can't wait to see what uh, 
what happens. Um, it's going to be pretty pretty awesome. So once we've got the uh, the warp degradation or whatever you want to call it, the the warp effects out of the way. Yeah. So we so, so basically, what we're going through right now, the generic rules. Now we're getting into the it's and bitsy grindy bit things of building a demon list. Mm. Mm, yeah, demons. Yes. Yeah, baby. No. And and I think it uh, this this is where where you get into your sandbox, oh, yeah. and this is where you kind of put your own personal spin on your demon army, or where you take demons from the Games Workshop range and you find the proper upgrades to make that unit that you want to represent. But let let used to make it short of what people <laughs> so people know what we're talking about. We're talking about emanations of horrors, which is basically, if you look back in the olden days, it's your kind of uh, kind of kind of like for militia, your provenances. But when it comes to a provenance, um, it's it's on a unit to unit basis, not on an army basis, because that's your dominions, and we're going to go through that. So is everyone with you? So so think. Your militia provinces, provinces, provinces. But you, can, but you can pick a certain amount or numbers of them, depending on units. So, like normally for militia, you have two provinces, but for demons, I think stock standard, yeah, two to three is your stock standard throughout throughout the fucking uh, army three. entries. Two to three, and so so basically, if you think about militia, you can pick two to three provinces per per unit. And, and it, it's broken down into brackets. So you have bracket one, which is Runestorm Demon Brutes, Runestorm Lesser Demons, Runestorm Beast, Runestorm Swarms, and Runestorm Cavalry. So each provenances, or emanations of horror, as we call it, but for people that don't know about what we're talking about, we're we just going to say that they're like militia provenances. Uh, there are three types of point costs for an upgrade. Where bracket one is just what I said. So that's the normal fucking troop, small shit, your normal fucking grunts. Bracket yes. two is Runestorm Demon, Demon Lords, Runestorm Greater Demons, Runestorm Demon Strikes, Runestorm Demon Chosen, which is kind of, yeah, so your elites and your HQ. And bracket oh, yeah. three is Greater Runestorm Demon Beast, Runestorm Demons Behemoths, which is your fucking Lord of Wars and Mega. Super big shit. I have a support, right? No, it's only it's only the heavy okay. choices. Well, so bracket one the is Lord basically of War has your, its own. your troops. Yeah, the, the Lord of War bracket has two its own. is your elites and HQ. Bracket three is basically your heavy support choices. Yeah. So there, there is an example. Yeah. If a player wishes to add crushing claws, which is a thing we're going to go through later, to a unit of lesser demons, then the cost listed is 5, 15, 10. And as a lesser demon fits in bracket 1, the cost to pay is 5 per model. So there's 3 points, 5, 15, 10. And so bracket 1, and you check what it is. Well, it's a fucking... Uh, uh, lesser demon, bam, cost five points. It is, 
it's super easy. Yeah. So, are we going to take turns going through the yeah. emanations of horror or the provenances? Why not? Yeah, Why not? sure. Why not? Why don't you kick us off? Me? Okay. Well, the first one. <laughs> yeah. The first one is super important. It's going to probably lead to a debate prior to recording. But the first one is called Lord of Sorcery. And the only one that can take the Lord of Sorcery upgrade, funnily enough, is a bracket 2 thing, which tends to be your HQ and <laughs> your elites. Uh, um, and the Lord of Sorcery costs 25 points. This unit gains this uh, per level. Yeah, well, it's going to take it easy, right? Uh, this unit gains the Psychic Special Rule per level. and the single level of Psychic Mastery. Sorry? Any additional level can be upgraded for a point of 25 points, for, for a cost of 25 points. Only Demon Lord, Chosen, and Great Demon may purchase this upgrade. And only Demon Lords may purchase more than two levels of mastery. So basically, your fucking general dude, he can have more than two levels. Uh, and this is super important. Psychic power may be selected from any of the disciplines except malefic or scientific demonology. So no more demons summoning demons, basically. Uh, and and the, we had like a forum, but, but the reason behind this, and uh, it's the same as if you remember, Pelle, when Anush told us uh, at the seminar, is that malefic and scientific demonology is more psychic powers that are focused on a sorcery trying to use creatures from the warp for his own ends while the other powers are just pure you know normal powers that you use the energy from the warp to do shit and uh, and because the de the demons from the runestorm army they they are not summoned they just arrive and they go through a warp rift and that's why they have the degradations in their stats while someone that uses their own power to summon a demon and then he uses his power to transfer some of his own energy to strengthen that demon because we have that one power where you can reroll invulnerable saves for the for a demon and shit because he's the the guy that has summoned the demon he uses some of his own energy to enhance that demon while a demon that has summoned he's just well he just walked out of the fucking warp he is what it is and he he throws fireballs and whatnot he literally kicked the door in and is bringing his own shit with him yeah basically so that that that's about it so yep so no more endless spawns of horrors or furies and whatnot that we remember from 40k 7th edition but <laughs> and 8th edition and I, uh, How do you know that? Do you, do you play eight? No, I, ha I have a, I have a news feed and a Twitter feed. <laughs> I hear everything. You can't just oh, that shit. Yeah. Uh, there's well, always a friend. Technically, Magnus plays it, but you know, you know, he's yeah. more of an eighth. He's more of an eighth yeah. apologist. Uh, I'm just interesting. What's uh, the biggest whack faggot to list for uh, 40k eighth edition? Uh, asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have two elf, elder Reaver Titans for sale? Asking for a friend. <laughs> asking for a friend. Uh, yeah. yeah, so so that's uh, the first one. So asking basically, <laughs> this is your upgrade to make your characters or your equivalent of characters 
uh, sorcerers and throw lightning balls and shit. Uh, someone wants to do next one or should I keep going? Cool. I can take the next one. Um, next one's right, quite simple. Um, it is demonic wings, and it gives the it changes the unit type from infantry to jump infantry or jump pack monsters creature, depending on if it is a monster or an infantry model. You put it on, um, and it basically yeah. So it basically, just makes it jump infantry. So um, if you want to do a fast army. Then for five points per model on the small demons and twenty-five points on with the heroes, at least one of the units, you can uh, you can make the jump your fourth day. Yeah, I I am gonna go fucking crazy with wings from uh, from war game exclusive bring, bring with, on the with this one on my demons. Mm. Just to have a fast oh, the moving army. Oh, I got some of those in metal. Knocking yes, here somewhere. yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. They are the shit. Oh, yeah. you, you. I know, I know, randomly, I know somebody no who thing. happens to have a, a very large, or relatively large source of uh, metal bloodthirsters. Oh, it better be those with axes. They are the... F axes, and, axes and swords is a good mix. Yeah, um, I know, but they, they remember the old, like the... They upgraded and they were going to do them a bit more grimmer and darker. So yeah, there yeah. used to be those old block, bulky ones with the sword. And then the next yeah. one that came along was the one with the axes. And they were, oh my God, they are one of my favorites. It's a mix of both. It's a mix of both. Uh, but so those guys are so heavy. You could kill someone with it. Schmack. Well, you know. <laughs> that Just might like be the box threads. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not skull, for the skull, yeah, skull god. Don't throw them at people. What are you talking about? That's all about the Literally. Literally. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I yeah. God damn it! Stop. I'm getting a semi hard on. I have to call Sunny. Uh, so. Rules to for. Okay. So yeah. Hard on more more times. So, to, yeah. So talking about giant axes where the next upgrade is called Crushing Claws. And basically, is... any, any fucking Tyranid player should know this one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or any old Demonet player. Yeah. Old, old school one that, that had fucking crab claws. <laughs> or um, anybody who used to have to fucking face them. So, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, man, I so, miss those models. Uh, the upgrade for Crushing Claws costs 5 points for normal dudes, uh, 15 for your heroes, and 10 points for your big heavy support dudes. And the thing with the crushing claws is the unit that gets the upgrade, all their close combat attacks are now rending, which may or may not be good, su super nasty. Demonic wings and rending claws. Yeah. Or you combine it with the next one. <laughs> yeah, there's that yeah. one as well. I mean, it's, it's yeah. all flavor. Yeah. And we're Three points, at ten points, or five points, respectively. And the unit is to shred. Uh, flensing yes. talons. Uh, so combine shred and rending. That's pretty good. That is oh. pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the deal is going to be expensive. Yeah, the, the, the only thing is the price. Because when you, when you look at the demon's basic cost, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when we look at the de- the basic cost yeah. of the demons, um, then you're gonna see that you don't but really need three upgrades and everything. Yeah, um, I mean, like a, a lesser demon five five models for sixty points. But it, yeah, they 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 they'll get. Yeah, I like 30, I like, uh, like the next one. They'll get around Thunder thirty points per model if you upgrade them completely. Five yeah, points, fifteen points, and five points um, per model in the unit. Any model uh, in the unit may choose to take a single attack during the fight phase, close combat phase, at initiative step one. Instead of using their standard number of attacks, they make a single attack at twice the normal strength of that model up to a maximum of 10 and gains the Sunder special rule. That's a fuck you. That is, a, that, is, that, is, that is a fuck your tank unit. <laughs> yeah, this is what... Yeah, you need this though because oh, yeah. you're going to see when we go through the the entries there aren't yeah. that many fucking anti-tank things that you have around except the monstrous creatures so. isn't uh, this they're, they're pretty the old smash rule for monstrous creatures well the, the smash rules is still still in play in the rule book where you yeah. double your strength for one single attack but yeah. if you do your smash let's say you have strength fucking 10 on your smash attack and you roll that the, the, the thing you always do Pella when we play yeah, roller one, uh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> you would like to be able to use your Sunday, wouldn't you? <laughs> so you can re-roll that one and roll another one. <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it is good though because it, it, like like you said, like the smash attack is pretty good against taking tanks, but it's just that you drop so many attacks, so you need that Sunder. Or if you if you have someone that has yeah, that decent strength, decent strength. You yeah. need that thunder to really go tear through like uh, light armor vehicles or whatever. You want to make sure that you you kill that shit. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a great it's a great piece to throw in here and there. Just like having the old power fist or power axe in a in a unit, it's just you know let's yeah. throw this in to see what it does. And when it does something, you go, I want it in every unit. <laughs> I, I I think that you for the demons that you tailor to be your anti tank dudes, they will always have the great. Just because you hate when you flunk your fucking... Like, how many times have you f- uh, fired your stupid uh, Sikaram Venator and you roll at one? <laughs> so, That'll yeah, learn that's you. why you never used that unit, do you? <laughs> <laughs> there is that. <laughs> you know it's going to backfire. So what's, what's next? Ne- ne- next is uh, someone, <laughs> someone has left their... Foot- Left their food in the fridge for too long. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, Misma of Roth of Rot. Miasma of Rot. Miasma. Okay, Miasma of Rot. It's okay, you uh, got an English guy pronouncing some of the stuff. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, but, it. Man, I have killed some beer cans today. I'll tell you. I know that's why I back uh, you up, bro. <laughs> so, so basically, three points for your regular dudes, ten points for your heroes, and fifteen points for your heavy support, and. This is this is a pretty nasty fucking upgrade. It means that any enemy units locked in combat with with the unit that has this one reduce its toughness by minus one, or if it has an army value in toughness, it, that army value is reduced by minus one while oh, it remains. Yeah, while it remains locked in combat or otherwise in base to base contact. So, you, but but the thing is, this effect is not. Uh, Cumulative, so you can't have like four four units locked in combat, and suddenly your toughness three dudes have toughness zero. 
So it's it only works one, but it is it is pretty fucking nasty. And this this. Yeah, and, and one, there's another important thing about this one. Uh, it is connected oh, the, the minions. to the, um, the Nurgle type. You, you know, it's something we're going to come into later. Yeah, the Dominions, and it's connected to Dominion, so only two out of uh, five Dominions, or is it, no, sorry, two out of six can actually take this. Yeah, so so if you have this one, it, it's only three points per model, yeah. so it's really cheap. But you have also kind but of put your army in one right? direction. Uh, your minus one to be able to doesn't this. affect your instant for this thing. Yeah, the instant death thing, which is very important. Yeah, so it, it, it's quite a quite difficult. No, though, but... only Yeah. So what do we got? Yeah. Then, then we get the next one is yeah. uh, very cornate, the brass collars. It just makes it easier to win. Uh, five, ten, and fifteen. And the unit basically gains adamantium will special rule and a three-up armor save. Yep, that fits. Yep, classic brass colors. Can't can't beat them. Yep, five points for your small dudes, ten points for your heroes, yeah. fifteen points for your big guns. Exactly, Mondo. Yeah. And then what do we got after that? <laughs> Another one that uh, you can only take only take for certain dominions. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's the slanted one. That's that's a funny one. Basically, uh, whenever um, uh, whenever you're in combat with a unit that has this, you have to take a uh, morale check in the start of the fight subphase. Yeah. And if it fails, then you reduce your initiative by one for the duration of that subphase. Um, it it doesn't sound that. Um, that's amazing right here, but as just like the brass colors and the miasma of rot, it is only connected to one of the dominions. And as as a little preview, you can say the dominion that this one is uh, connected to gives victory points every time an opponent fails a leadership test. Because yeah, I mean, you don't, which like, makes it a lot more fun if you have it on a lot of units in close combat. Morale checks, not because of the minus one initiative, but because you want them to fail it just so you can get a victory point. Yeah. And and the name of it is stupefying mask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, like a Tasty. dose of retardness, uh, fucking <laughs> uh, So, it's three points for your uh, little babies, ten points for your heroes, and ten points for your base yeah. stuff. Hmm. Mm -hmm. You might say that. Yeah. Warp, uh, warp what makes you think Next that? Next one is the themed one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they haven't actually put. A I think on the, it, the, but, the um, Brotherhood of Cyclists. My guess would be the, themes. I should rule it martial art. I don't know about you guys. Definitely rules it out of being cornate. I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 So yeah, basically, warp science. You can only give it to lesser demons. So no heavy choices, no fast choices. No, sorry, no um, HQ yeah. and no fast because you can already give psycho powers to your HQ choices. But basically, it gives you a master level of one 
as a Brotherhood of Sigurds. And you can choose the following powers. Smite, Flame Breath, Assail, or Psychic Shriek. Um, and they must be chosen at the start of the game before deployment and may not be changed. So basically you buy the unit, you say which it's power does it power, have. So yeah. <laughs> I guess Psychic Shriek is going to be used a lot from now on. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Especially on it's Jump really Demon really or I'd... Flying Shit. Yeah, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it, a, it's, it's a really good it's one. It's going to be now. Um, Yeah, and and this one is connected to Dominion, which basically uh, gives you victor points for killing stuff with Saga powers. So um, it's almost yeah. like they they made the stuff uh, kind of work together. Um, go, go love it three the point per model with the small demons yeah. to give them a brother of Sigurds. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. It, something the next one thinking is, about something here. <laughs> uh, again, the name kind of gives it away. Uh, corrosive vomit. But but it's not uh, everyone can take this though. I know, but I, it it just it feels like it has a place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just so uh, you mean uh, Sunday morning around uh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it must it's be corn, be. right? Yeah, well, I I, I think that as a no. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously a Nurgle one. Um, yeah, we actually this one is funny because for every three models in the unit, rounding up, one model can uh, make one shooting attack in the shooting phase. Um, it has you have to have line of sides, and you can measure from any models in the unit. So it's not like you know when you equip a guy with a weapon in um, in a normal uh, marine unit. Basically, here it's just choose one of three guys um, out for yeah for every three guys you have, one can do something, uh, and what they can do is to make a flaming attack. At the user strength, AP5, Assault 1, Soul Blaze. Uh, and as demons come into play with quite a high strength, um, it's, it's quite interesting to see uh, what, what units this is uh, going to be placed on. Um, yeah, I, I thought I'm uh, looking for forward to see uh, some more flaming units in the game. And I love soul soul blaze. You don't, yeah. You don't... Especially if it's like a strength seven or eight or something. Yeah, it's 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 themey, but uh, you've got to remember this stuff because yeah, that's it's one cool of those too. things that people. It's one of those things that people seem to forget a lot of the time, you know. Or at least, yeah. I, at least I should say, I remember when, when back when uh, in sixth and seventh forty k, people were most definitely ignoring them uh, or forgetting it a lot of the time. I should say. Yeah, <laughs> not ignoring it, but yeah, forgetting it, forgetting it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I would say this this corrosion is a really good way for yeah. putting on a character to make sure that there's space for your other units to come out of the portal. 
um, because it's definitely going to yeah, be well, sweating well, a few it, guys if you especially uh, if, if you do that uh, one bottles. inch bar, at least you'll have something you can can do some shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just have yeah. a flying team <laughs> in with that, and you should probably be uh, pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> or. Jump. Speaking of which, the next one, Rift Jump Barb. Little trendy man units. It's another shooting phase one. It's a single model of the unit may make an attack. Uh, the shooting phase using the following weapon profile. So it costs 3, 10, or 15, depending on where you're putting it. Uh, it's a 12-inch range, strength plus 2, AP 3, Assault 1, Armor Bane. Mm. That's going to do some damage. Yeah. That's... Yeah, but again, it's AP three, so it's only gonna it's it's not gonna explode anything. You're gonna pretty much auto wound with it, uh, especially because you can take it on your flying heavy demons. Um, so damn right. What I think we're gonna see is gonna be a lot of uh, flying demons with that armor bane attack. But yeah, but again, they're gonna probably be around strength nine or ten armor bane. So yeah, they're they're gonna shoot through whatever they shoot at, but it's only one model per unit. Um, so I'm not really that afraid of it because even if you go crazy and have three flying heavy demons with that power, then you're gonna spend like five six hundred points on three you, 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 attacks. You, you, that you need to find those. Anything. Uh, um, some of the brutes, like the so, heavy brutes, so it's, that it's have cool. ha have a decent strength. You have this one and the sunder, uh, so you'll you you can do some crowd controlling. Yeah. Then you'll have to use your monstrous attack in close combat as well. So I think it's a good combination to soften things up and then go in and fucking smash shit up. Yeah, this is very very much about yeah. taking that extra whole point off for, like you say, softening it up. Cause yeah, uh, it might not blow anything up. But a good hit with something like this straight yeah. off the bat, first or second round, could really fuck up a vehicle placement. Yeah, if what you could do is to make what one thing I think we're going to see could be like the Sunder thing on a jump unit with with the Rift Barb too. So you have kind of shooty. Mm -hmm. Anti-tank, close combat, anti-tank, Sunder, and everything. Um, well, I'll just check if Sunder actually yeah, works on the shooting. Sunder works on shooting. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, the, you're talking like about some of the It's only during the close combat, uh, close combat phase. Yeah. If you give up, or oh. it's not, a, it doesn't become a universal rule for the unit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because that was my my point. If if it worked on this one, so good armor bane sunder, because then you could just spam five man units uh, and put the rift bobs on, um, and that way you could basically overwhelm tanks by just having a lot of armor bane attacks around strength seven or something. Um, yeah, but but the, that that would be expensive. It would be around. Uh, not about seventy points per unit, seventy-five maybe. Uh, if you just did five-man units with Rift Barb, um, so th yeah. that could be a tactic mm. to check out tanks to simply just See spam small units. So the next one, Horn, uh, no, Molten Blood, three-five-five. Yeah. 
whatever uh, whatever a model of this speci- uh, special rule suffers an unsafe wound, any enemy units locked in combat with it suffer a single strength user AP dash hit. Nice little bleed, bit of flavor. Bleeds on him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ah, oh, you cut me. I bleed on your. Now you die. Um, just brilliant in general, yeah. to be fair. I think it's. I think oh. it's another little flavor <laughs> one. And if you're going to do a close combat unit with multiple wounds, why not? It could get you that wound you want against something. It's it's just a nice little fluffy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, put them on cavalry. Or, yeah, cavalry are uh, beasts. Basically, well, hopefully, hopefully we'll, we'll have more get them into combat and make them bleed. Yeah, definitely, definitely more than one wound. <laughs> yeah, useful. Um, horned crown again, three, ten, fifteen points wise. Grants the unit hammer wrath special rule if they've already got it. The hits are increased uh, from one to D three. So one roll per unit to determine the number of hits inflicted per model. Nicely done. Um, pretty simple. Mm-hmm. That combined wings. Well, if, if they have, have this, if you have model. already have the Hammer of Wrath special rule, that could work. You get D three instead. It. Get all the hammers. All, all the hammers, all the total and utter wrath. Wrathing up in somebody's face. Yes. Which you will when you have wings, because yeah. they already give hammer. So that that would be fun. That'd be fun. Especially if you do it on uh, the brutes, they are what strength seven or something already. Yeah, definitely. So that that could give a lot of uh, hits or strength six. I haven't checked. I think they're strength seven, as far yeah, as I remember. You will get some nasty. Don't, don't know the stats completely yet. Oh yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, okay, yeah, fun in the room. Yeah, and I think. It- Cool thing about them is that most of them are useful mm. in some way or another, based on what theme no, you want to no, do. I think it's, no. it's just it, a it's case not of like being some of them are completely and, useless. You know. Well, they all all have your have their place, and it all depends on like how you want to theme yeah. your army and what you want to do with it. So, yeah. It's like in in marine armies we have stuff like heavy boulders, except if you're dogging this, they're <laughs> usually not the bolters. best choice to go to. And and I think here, well, they're pretty good at they're probably going to be some uh, favorite mechanic or silver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Except if you deploy with a brain and put them in terrain, but yeah, you need a, um, a fucking. Uh, they, they, they work well on them if they're just standing in the middle of the table. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing I think the point is uh, they, of course, they're gonna be some favorite ones. I I can already see uh, a few of them that are probably gonna be used pretty much every time. Um, probably the next one, that is, warp scale hide, um, gives three plus armor save. Mm-hmm. 
And funny enough, that's really close to the brass colors, pretty much same price. Uh, the only difference is if you don't want to play corn, you don't get the adamantium wool rule. And for some reason, it's five points more expensive to give armor to your heroes than if you're doing the the brass colors thing. Um, but else is just basically the same effect. Now you have scales instead of armor. And that is really Well, the good. thing is, even though you got three, three plus, plus save, save, you still have that five plus invulnerable save. Next. And you, you're going to go through that. I think that almost everyone has a stock standard four plus save. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. yeah, the whole demon army has at least four plus save. So um, that that's a thing to know too. Um, it, it's yeah, you you can uh, mm. pretty much just do aggressive stuff, and they'll still be pretty yeah. good at tanking. Basically, changing your dudes from being. So so that, that works range. too. That works too. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. Next one, we'll so turn like those guys <laughs> into I don't know Raven Guard or something. <laughs> quick, quick, sil <laughs> quick silver speed, three, ten, fifteen. The unit gains <laughs> fleet and move through cover. Special rules. That's pretty gross with the right combination of things. Um, especially if you want to go after stuff. Yeah, running. If you do, if you yeah, I can't say that off the top because of my head. Because uh, Freddy, do you know cover, right? Uh, yeah. demons. I'm fairly no, sure. Beast tests. That's a basic rule. And cavalry, yeah. But, uh, beast and no, cavalry be through cover. Yeah, and cavalry too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's uh, partly useful, I would say, because mo most of the armies you would want to move through cover would probably be the yeah. the fast moving ones I, too, I where it, you would it, most likely you have, use cavalry. Uh, if or you have peace. those units, you want them to kind of, uh, if you want them to keep up. The, the rest of your units, then you want to have that as well, just not to get in with the fucking build. monstrous creatures. Yeah. Have, they don't have move through cover, do they? Definitely, definitely. They do. Yeah, yeah monsters. They do. They yeah, I think they do actually. Well, they yeah. Then at, you least have the, through cover. At, at least the mechanicum, you roll three d six for all your uh, monsters when you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think it's I think it is so the monster good. Like, rule if, if you want to make sure robots, as far as I remember, then then this is super handy, easy to remember. Then <laughs> through cover. Simply yeah. done. Yeah. So uh, I think that's, that's that might be one of the ones that won't be used that much because most of the units already have it. But of course, fleet is always good, um, especially with a close combat all army. The difference. Um, you, you might need it in some can. cases. Uh, next one, I like the I like this one. This exactly. One looks fun. Flaming flaming icker, icor icker, depending on how you pronounce it. Three, fifteen, and twenty. <laughs> For every five models in a unit or faction that fraction thereof, so five, ten, fifteen, whatever, 
One model may attack during the shooting phase using the following weapon profile. It counts as a flame-type weapon. The range and line of sight of the attack may be measured from any model in the unit. Very tasty, especially if you like to do cheesy shit like conga lighting. Um, but multiple attacks are made in a shooting single for, uh, shooting phase. They must be must each be measured from a separate model. <laughs> so Flaming Icar has a 12-inch range. Its strength user AP5, Assault 1, 3-inch blast, Soul Blaze, and everybody's favorite rule, Crawling Fire. <laughs> so y'all can fuck some shit up with that if you really want to. And I think that's awesome. I yeah. just... I like it. I think it's it's gonna it's gonna do lots of good stuff out there on the battlefield. Oh yeah! But again, it's uh, one of the, one in every five. So this feels like a very much a an augment to a unit. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just just like with Rift Barb and corrosive vomit, you pay. For all models in the units, so it's not like with special weapons where you pay per weapon you buy. You pay for the entire unit, and then it's just X amount that can use that weapon yeah, per turn. Which is pretty cool. Um, um, so that's very different from what we used to. Uh, the spine warning. Yeah. 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 Spine warning. Well. Kind oh, of like yeah. um, strong hunters, but lesser range. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they... What are they? They are Assault 2, range 12, user strength, minus 1, AP 5. So, and as the demons, they come into the game with strength 5. On the normal models, it is basically a storm boulder. With twelve in range, that you can buy for your entire unit, so all all the models in the unit can then shoot. Yep. Nice. I'm thinking crude mercenaries actually for this one. You know the beast that they're mm. riding. They would work nice. And have spikes well, coming out the of them everywhere. Harpoons. That would be a cool conversion for that. Yeah, definitely. So uh, again, yeah. same pricing as Spike but it's and it's all models in the unit can make it an attack during the shooting phase. Twelve inch range, strength user, AP four, assault one with pinning. Nothing to shake it, you know, nothing to just turn your nose up. It's not gonna, you know, bite through a marine's armor, but it's gonna force rolls <laughs> and potentially they could fail that pinning test if you get a wound in. So well unless it's an iron warrior and then we really don't give a shit, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, but we're on the same side most of the time, so it's all <laughs> or order reductive mechanism. Yeah, like I said, most of the time. <laughs> Not saying it's a constant <laughs> thing because it never. There's always yeah. going to be that one. Um, so we've got a couple left here to go through. What's the next one? Yeah. Okay. Ephemeral terror. Ephemeral terror. Ephemeral terror. Ephemeral terror. Ephemeral. There we are. Ephemeral terror. Yeah, it's fucking useful, right? Good to have a British guy on the show here. Hey, it's what we—it's what we've done for years. As a, as a, we can all know how wrong we are. Telling everybody you got it wrong. That's 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 not your flag. That's ours, and that's not how you say it. This is how you say it. 
I'm just keeping up with this. Anyway, ephemeral terror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One point or five if you put it on a hero and you get a saw grenade. That's basically it. But it's based on the model, so uh, sucks if you join a unit and you don't have it on the model itself, because then you don't have a saw grenade. Um, and I think that's about it. Yep. You don't solve a penalty for going through terrain on your charge. Last but not least, Shroud of Darkness. And last Which one? Which is basically five points for your little dudes, 15 points for your heroes, yes. 20 for your yes. heavy support dudes. And, well, it is like Shroud Grenade or Shroud Bombs. Mobile yeah. charging a unit with emanation to, or actually it's like uh, your combat shields. Uh, so, yeah. Defensive oh, Grenades, yeah. So, you get no Bono, 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 for charging units that yeah. have Shroud of Darkness. So, no one you plus no one bonus. attack for you. <laughs> you. You have to fight with your normal ship. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, just normal defensive grenades for five points per level. Which, considering yes. that you're coming out of a portal that can be surrounded, might be a good one to have. So you need this one um, together with your because flamers tend to die from powerful for Christ to drum, and then Bob's your uncle. Yeah. There we are, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. We've just fixed the problem. And then the uh, army will be fucked. Nice about it. We we just go, you know, pile this crap stuff up, and you're all good. Yep. <laughs> right. Okay. So that's all the extras that you can base all the bolt-ons and upgrades and yeah. warpings <laughs> and shit you can you can throw on your units. The next thing is going to be interesting. This is this is where we start getting into the fun stuff, the funner stuff, the even fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, the Dominions. Um, one thing that's probably good to mention already now, it these only exist if the Demon Army is your main detachment. Yeah, no so if you are an allied detachment, all of these rules do not apply. Um, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, don't, but before you start planning how you'll put them into your Space Marine <laughs> army and be nasty with it, uh, just Fair remember... Enough. Nice and simple, you straightforward. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, that's, the, that's the big point here. <laughs> so, who well, you wants to go with Undivided here? Kind of. Which it basically is. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Yeah, so basically, mm, demons, they good, can choose good. these etheric dominions. Did I pronounce it correct, Jody? I didn't say you were right. I said you were doing good. Ah, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> so, these um, are kind of and like... This one, yeah, so we're going to explain it to this story, Eric. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up on you. Uh, so to explain this to uh, our listeners, uh, this is kind <laughs> of like your right of wars. So let's say you have a Master of Legion, you can uh, pick different right of wars. These are the yeah. demons' right of wars. So you can pick between six of them, 
and that is to give your army kind of a special flavor and a special bonus in and make it play in a special way and you will see that some maybe <clears throat> four of them can, can be hinted to be kind of tailored to certain demonic gods like corn slanish zint nurgle and so on and you have the other two yeah. that are more kind of generic think melal and so on yeah Yeah, basically one is undivided and one is I hate demons with my demon army. Yeah, I, I, I um, support everything it has to do. And you probably know some background, Freddy, so support <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. So, but but let's uh, let's go for the first one then, which is the one I would probably call undivided, um, because basically it makes you uh, not really get anything special except that you can choose everything when it comes to warlord traits from the other dominions and we talked about before the um, the emanations of hate that you could um, basically some of them were only for one of these dominions um if you choose this one you can choose anyone one of them so you can mix and match however you want to so you can basically take everything from any faction uh in however way you want to do it and these dominions all have this extra thing where you instead of having a primary objective in the scenario then you can replace the primary objective with something with yeah with a thing that's in the dominion and this one basically says that for instead of having your normal primary objective, you get one victory point for every uh, enemy unit destroyed, removed from play, um, or fleeing in the end of the game. Um, so basically, it's like having kill points. In You can basically force kill points in all games for yourself. This is not something you make your opponent do so you can have a scenario where you try to kill your opponent and your opponent tries to capture it's objectives confusing um so so this one is quite okay. interesting then and a bit confusing yeah but uh, but basically if you just want to have all your choices in the army and say i'm I don't want to be locked into a certain faction, I, and I don't want all kinds of special rules. Yeah. I need to to be running my army by. Then you just take this one because then the demon yeah. units it are. Is, as it the is demon like the stupid generic one that at the pages for them. Like um, you, yeah. So it it, it yeah. gives you the opportunity. It, everyone, let's say you have a bunch of uh, Games Workshop demons. That are all mixed, like you, you used to play the old Seventh Ed Chaos Codex. You had a bunch of Nur Nurgle demons, you had a bunch of blood, blood letters, you had a bunch of. This is the shit you want to go because then you can mix, mix and match as much, much as possible. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or, or they're actually. And the guys haven't really. Yeah. Some sort of gotten into their bad relationships yet so yeah 
yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So basically, here you can join some gods that would never join each other, like ever. Uh, number two, Crimson Fury. Ooh. which one was that? Do we know that anyone? Was, that uh, there is a lot about skulls and blood here. Um, uh, yeah, I'm. No, yeah, Slan is right. It's not corn. Definitely not corn. <laughs> it's pretty so, fucking nasty. <laughs> but this one, it gives. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah. It's if you want to go close combat, this is definitely one. All models in the detachment with infantry, jump pack, infantry, beast, cavalry, they gain rage. If it's the monstrous creature of any kind, it gets rampage instead. Um, but yeah. if you can Which, declare a charge, if, if, you have to if you're within 12 of an enemy. One of the things about the rules um, and of the they are very is that this can, if you face a cunning opponent, you can do the classic thing that used to be a thing back in uh, 5th ed 40k when you use your sentinels <laughs> to to hurdle orcs that had to charge them, but they couldn't <laughs> retreat. <laughs> so so you, you can use stuff um, like dreadnoughts and whatnot to force uh, some of the units that can't hurt them in the end to charge them. To try and lock... Yeah, so... Well, well that's... I can see a Leviathan in a drop pod if I have a lot of fun with this. But but the thing is this this the the way you will yeah. have players that start realizing that, that they need to throw throw out sentinels and other shit just to lock down certain uh, units that are super dangerous to their infantry. So so once again we're gonna see a, a thread here things that are super good against against uh, tanks and vehicles, but there are not that many things yeah. that are you know. And especially with this one, because all, all the way you're going to kill your those tanks and vehicles are close combat. And because you have to charge the closest one, if you have a, a cunning opponent, he's going to try and channel your forces towards something that, that he wants to either sacrifice or that he wants to lock you up with. Yeah. yeah. Actually, if... Yeah. Yeah. But if if you have two units within twelve, then you can choose which one you want to declare a charge against. But but still, if also if you have a knight, you can basically just run the knight into the middle of the enemy army, and <laughs> hopefully, hopefully there's not that many monstrous creatures. Not many which of them will be that high strength. Uh, thunder and uh, fucking but you can fresh attacks. Yeah, but yeah, then you're fucked otherwise. Basically, <laughs> smack. Yeah. Yeah. But again, you do have the movement phase to actually get away if you don't want to be within 12. So if you're playing cavalry or beast, know how to play the then army. you don't really give a fuck. Then you just need to think when you move. Um, so, yeah. But I yeah, think it's exactly, going to be interesting. Exactly. It's gonna, it makes the movement it harder, phase is going to have not impossible. At all. It's going to be a little bit like old fantasy where you have to kind of. Place your frenzied units to make sure that you don't charge retarded things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is. 
it, it's going to be fun to have. Uh, just nice have to bring back the old fantasy memories. <laughs> chats around the table for stupid stuff. I like it. Uh, anyway, so we, we for this one we also have this, this, obviously this is the one yeah. because if it's cool, well, and... you don't have to lie about it. But this is the one that uh, unlocks the brass color. So basically, adamantium will for yeah. free compared to uh, scaly hide or warp scale or what the fuck was called. And and the no no cycle. So three plus armor safe is mm -hmm. the one you yeah, get or, access or to. Like, with I, this I, one. I can uh, negate psychic powers a little bit better than other people. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, is because it, you can it, actually take a level four <laughs> wizard if or level four psyker if. You put yeah, you put me back to fantasy now. <laughs> yeah, you infected me. Nah, but you can actually in Crimson Fury. You can actually take a level four Sigur if you want. That's your warlord. So it's it's not more corn than that. <laughs> yep. And they have a special warlord trait, which is one to two. They actually each warlord trait table only has uh, three entries. One to two, Skullkeeper. If this wall, yeah, okay. So um, basically, the warlord and any unit within six adds D three wounds to the calculation on who wins the soul phase. So uh, if you go in with a big ball, you can probably make some stuff run that wouldn't have been running normally. Number three to four. Uh, let's see here. If the unit, yeah, if this warlord or any friendly unit within 12 is targeted by psychic power, the warlord can try deny the witch as if they were a psycho with a higher mastery level. Um, uh, yeah, so. Let's see here, and it's part of the yeah. So it's like if there was a higher mastery level and part of the unit being targeted. So basically, he gets plus one to uh, deny the witch within twelve. If he also happens to have adamantium will, you can get yeah. it down to so four plus on the deny. So you might be worth. Taking your so that's brass pretty color. good, actually. That's pretty good, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you can start being really anti Psyker suddenly with the demon army here. And then we have five to six, Path of Blood. Whenever he declares a charge, <laughs> the Warlord, that is. Um, <laughs> whenever the Warlord declares a charge, he may roll a number of dice equal to its attack value to determine the distance moved. Keeping the two highest, discarding all other dice. Mm. Fleet, fleet extraordinary. So that means you're gonna be rolling a fuck load of uh, dice to. You took fleet and you snorted like yeah, a couple yeah, of lines of like, coke. Like a whole new level of fleet. What it does not say. <laughs> quality line there, Freddy. Quality line. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the only thing here is it, it says. Whenever the warlord declares a charge, so 
Now the big question is that does does that count when he's well, in a unit or not? Or that is it only when he show does when you read himself entries. And there's no warlords to will be able to yun- to join units or they will have uh, equal like monstrous speech that count as bodyguards and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, because they can take the brutes if they're not flying, as they are monster creature and running around by themselves. Um, yeah, and they also like like all of the dominions. You can replace your primary objective, and in this one, you get one victory point for every friendly unit or enemy unit that has been destroyed. Uh, either in close combat or due to um, due so, to the result so of that happens or part of sweep, part, yeah, part of a sweeping advance. So yeah, yeah, Fr- friend or enemy, whatever dies in close combat, no. you're happy. You need to you need um, to fucking have. And if you get shot off face. the table, you're not happy. So um, that's the many small units army where you just throw everything into combat as fast as you can, um, which works pretty well with the uh, you have to charge shit one, because if you have to charge something that just kills you, well, then you get a victory point anyway for uh, charging it. So, uh, and, and also corn, corn tends to be I think we're going to see this one a lot um, no. at events. I, I got a few. So both both the rules and the models are fucking cool. <laughs> so um, yeah, and yeah. because we used we're to looking have forward corn, to see all your com- let's talk corn about armies. Papa, Papa, Papa Nergo, Big old Papa Lerder. I, I, I want to take this one because yeah. I because I you're love, the Papa man. I'm yeah. Papa. I'm, I'm Big Papa Nergo, uh, or or that's more. But yeah, Papa Jody. Yeah, well, I've been called that a few times, but yeah. you know, Papa Jody. Ain't got nothing to do with Warhammer anyway. Uh, yeah, well, Jenna said, <laughs> said the same thing, but, you know, tough I, shit, boys. I, I told you uh, not so to this say one that. Is, <laughs> it's good other people vomit a bit in their mouth right now. Yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's good, good, good to cleanse <laughs> creates the, the It creates the, a fucking, you know, the theme and the whole... It does. <laughs> the, I'm, go, I'm going for a fully... This is this is this is a you know an all senses uh, podcast. We just want to make sure that you can hear us, you can imagine us, and now you can taste it as well. You know, we're doing <laughs> oh. our best. You're welcome. You're welcome, <laughs> internet. You're welcome. Um, right. So this is creeping scourge, <laughs> and this is very much as we said the Papa Nurgle version. Um, so let's just go. St- I'll just go straight into the rules in and of itself. So all models in the in the detachment with the infantry, jump pack, infantry, beasts, or cavalry unit, gain a 5-plus, feel no pain, special rule. Epic. Straight off. Beautiful. Love it. Uh, models is monstrous creature, flying monstrous creature, gargantuan creature, or gar- gargantuan flying creature. Whew. Instead, gain the it-will-not-die special rule. Also pretty boss. Pretty boss. Um, units included as part of this attachment roll an additional d6 when making Man. run moves or sweeping advances and use the lower roll dice to determine the distance moved. Boo. Shucks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so far not fast. 
Um, but loving it. It's all thematic. It all plays really nicely to basically playing a slow-moving, nurgly death zombie army, which is awesome. Um, any unit in this detachment may take the Miasma of Rot emanation, which fits nicely. If the unit consists of multiple models, then all models in the unit must take this upgrade. So basically, it's not a, you've got 10 dudes, you can choose it for one of them. It's you've got 10 dudes, you pay for it for 10 dudes. That's how it rolls. Um, a demon lord with this dominion may choose to generate the warlord trait from the following table instead of any of those found in the Horus Heresy rulebook, blah, blah, blah. D6 on a 1 2 Blightwalker. This warlord and all friendly units with the demon, demon of the Ruin Storm special rules within six inches are always considered to roll a six when called upon to take a difficult terrain test and dangerous terrain tests. Fair enough. You know. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, max move. There you go. Good for you. Um, Monolith of Rot. I just love the names. I think they're awesome. This warlord may reroll any failed feel no pain or it will not die test. Yes, that's very nice. Pestilent Cloud on a five or a six. All units within three inches of this warlord at the end of any fight subface that does not have the Demon of the Ruinstorm special rule suffers D6 strength to AP dash hits. And these hits and any casualties do not count towards combat resolution. Not bad. Fun, thematic, not world breaking. I quite like it. What are you what are you guys thinking on those with warlord traits? Yeah, it's it, mm. they it's not uh, as amazing as the corn one, but the feel no pain. Uh, like for the army, depending on, uh, I'm like with the corn army, yeah, you might get rage mm -hmm. and uh, and stuff like that, but you're going to be taking a lot of shooting in turn one in all games. Um, so I basically think this army makes, mm -hmm. it's more, it's not as much hit or miss as maybe the corn army is. Um, because here you have a, greater chance of your model staying on the table. What you've got to remember is your models still yeah. cost around 20 to 30 points, depending on how much you upgrade them each. Um, so, so losing, they might have two wounds, toughness five in turn one for a normal uh, model, but it's like still, if it takes a, a full uh, boulder round, yeah, you but can it's still use, it's lose also like 60 points medical, worth of demons uh, 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 pretty fast. Unit. It's so, worth the points because God knows how many times personally I've done a butt ton of wounds yeah. and then come up against someone with a medic and exactly. the medic's gone, nah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to save everything on a five up. They're like, oh, fine, 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 bite me. Yeah, yeah fine. Okay, live with it. Um, so, yeah. 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 I mean, I love that it says, uh, in addition, any army who's, yeah, that, who's primary detachment has this dominion. May choose to replace all other primary objectives at any mission with the following primary objective. Their opponent's objectives remain um, unchanged, as do any secondary objectives. So that is torment without end. At the end of the game, after the final turn has been played, the Demons of the Ruinstorm player gains two victory points for every table quarter that has a warp rift mark in it. No enemy units within six inches of that warp rift marker and at least one friendly demon of the Ruinstorm within six inches of that rift marker. 
pretty cool. Which which is like with your rear saves when you're within six and stuff. So you you, you need some decent tank units, and then yeah. you need to play your warp rift markers, and then you need to hope that you don't get fucking locked in to your warp rifts. Yeah, but it's a nice little payoff if it works. But so, I mean, well, well, but, but the thing is, you you yeah. get to choose this. So oh, I'm not facing a drop. I don't and face again, a, you, a fucking you, drop drop pod list. Yeah, <laughs> I just face normal fucking foot sluggers, like some fucking iron warriors. Then you just go, oh, I'm gonna deploy my warp rifts in every single fucking table quarters, and there we go. Yeah, because that that's really important to notice with all these that it's it's voluntary if you want to go with the mission objective you, or not. You choose them, um, yeah. so which, it's not like which is kind of cool though because it gives you, op- you have. option. Like you, you know, you're playing all. a mission that maybe this is not fucking the best. So for the other one, like the first one, you can kill points. For the second one, I'm just gonna go for broke because I know I'm probably gonna be tabled. But if I'm dying, charging him. Wall of Flame or whatnot, I'm still going to get victory points. Exactly. And the same with if 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 you have that. Oh, if let let's just yeah pretend in our minds that we did that one inch uh, gap from the warp rift. It means that oh, I'm bringing out my reserves. I don't care if they charge me or if they gun me down to one or two models because I'm going to charge him and still get my victory point. Mm. So I think, so I think this is the key to exactly. not uh, do the whole lockdown and stuff. But I, I still think that we, I, the the Fortwell guys, needs to implement that one inch thing. Yeah, definitely, because it is going to be abused in uh, <laughs> some tournaments or something somewhere. It, it's, now, now, it's it's going to happen. <laughs> it's by gonna... Jody. I can't prove nothing. Somebody's already got that hashtag, sadly. That's true. Dirty probably yeah. did something wrong. Yeah, probably, probably wrong. maybe <laughs> nothing. I did a bit. <laughs> can't can't prove nothing, Governor. Yeah, and then and then we have. Uh, this is what I thought you. I thought this is what you wanted to do. You saved this for me, right? The Lurid Onslaught. Uh, basically, one thing that's really nasty, and I love it, is that all models in this detachment gains the hit and run special rule. Which, with right. some oh, wings God. and whatnot, could be fucking annoying. <laughs> Only um, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, no unit included as part of this yeah. from cover saves, except one provided by the Jink special rules. Ooh, nasty. Hmm. That, well, that's not good. Yeah. Definitely uh, interesting. That's not good. Well, it basically means that you have no, to kind that, of go that's... with like, everyone is flying yeah. and super fast. Yeah. yeah. Because you, you're going to be... Uh, it, this is the Slanus one that's basically do but cavalry, do uh, to be fair, steeds, though, do I'm gonna put it out monsters, there, like... 
just kind of <laughs> the average best cover that you get on a table is four plus right all yeah. your dudes have already a five plus invulnerable save it is not yeah. that uh, until everything goes to shit it's, yeah. but, well until, sorry yeah yeah you, there is a prob there is a problem because later we're going to talk to new uh, marine characters, and since Santic demonology is something now, yeah. you can kind of reduce the cover or the invuln save of demons with psychic powers. So you can get yeah. you can move them to a but six plus invuln save. You so, put so points it, it, it does hurt them. Used to deal does with hurt them. this one slanish army. <laughs> so I, I I don't really I... yeah. Obviously, it, it yeah, is a rock paper, paper scissors game. Eventually, some way that there will always be a, an army that's really good at dealing with this. But on the off side, he's not going to be so good at dealing like Mechanicum or another army. So, yeah. so it's going to have uh, its ups and downs. Yeah. So anyway, so it's going to be having exactly facing a regular isn't really tailored again a slanish list. That going from a potential four plus cover save to a five plus invulnerable save isn't that, you know, in my, could be worse. In, in my book, is not a massive drawback. Um, also, obviously, this uh, Dominion unleashes your stupefying musk emanation. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <That's> <laughs> obviously. Uh, and then it has uh, another, uh, like all the other ones, it has three warlord traits. Uh, the first <laughs> one, you roll a one to a two, you have inhuman grace, which may basically, when fighting in a challenge against a model with a high initiative value, the initiative value of the warlord is increased to equal of that, that of its opponent. It's super annoying against stuff like Russ and. Mm. And, um, well, pri yeah, Primarchs that have either a stupid rules that make their initiative better and better. Primarchs? Like, um, isn't it um, Curly Man? No, he gets his weapon skill better. That's right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, or Ka the Khan yeah. is pretty good at the initiative. Ross is pretty good. Fulgrim is pretty good at initiative. So, yeah. So, you, you're not, no longer like if you have the decent fucking uh, massive uh, um, demon prince mm. you could actually go toe to toe with the primarch and you don't have to worry about the initiatives or any special rules about losing initiative because you're always going to double up until you're the same so uh, the 3 to 4 is a flickering gate the warlord and any friendly units with the demon of the rune storm special rules within 6 do not roll dice. Uh, don't do not roll die when choosing to run in the shooting phase. But instead, always move a maximum amount as possible for that unit. So it's cool. it's kind of like Corex. You always roll a six. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So sneaky, 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 or you know, super cool. But now you're just super gracefully and fast. And five to six is the looping charge. The warlord and any friendly unit within the de with the demon of the Runesmall storm special rule within six add plus one to the distance move when making a charge in the assault. 
This makes the mass maximum possible charge distance for these units 13 inches. Nice. I'm glad they qualified that. <laughs> so you can't get 14? <laughs> With two well, dice and not... plus one? Yeah, exactly. Not not every not everybody can 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 reach perfection, Freddie. But you know, mm. but perfection is thirteen. Yeah, uh, you do what you can. You know. All right, and like all the other stuff, you can replace your primary objective with uh, a new mission that's called a twisted dream, and that is the one that Eric has already mentioned. That you score a, 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 a one victory point every time an enemy unit has, uh, has failed. A morale check. This does not include tests made to regroup, but does include pinning tests, fear tests, and checks made to do stupefying masks. So it even clarifies here, like if stupefying mask, it is included. So obviously, take as much of fucking uh, bad, uh, uh, bad fucking uh, cologne as possible. Yeah, put the put you get your stank on basically. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, actually there's a fun one here if you roll double one on your um, on your uh, don't, don't test, then it reduces the, so don't roll the victory ice. point for the demon player by d3 yeah. which is good though because I'm normally the, the slanish demon player or do roll snake yeah. ice well yeah. if you're if they're the demon player or, or you do roll snake ice but if you're the opponent yeah and the, yeah, no, he shouldn't. Yeah, the opponent <laughs> should roll snake eyes. Yeah. Somebody somewhere should roll do one. Yeah, for, for you, saying, he shouldn't. And it just depends what side you're on. Okay, moving on. Right. <laughs> Next one. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Maddening swarms. Do you want to take that one, Eric? Because it's right up your field with all the, all the psychic <laughs> Uh -huh. Yeah, that, that's the one I'm going to be playing with, I think. Yeah, um, this is most likely Siege. Um, let's see here. Yeah, first off, um, any unit capable of manifesting a psychic power which does not attempt to do so, so they don't have to actually do it, they just need to attempt it in the player's psychic phase must roll an extra dice for all morale checks and leadership tests for the remainder of the game turn and use the two highest to calculate the results. So basically yeah. you can, yeah, the, the next one is you can take the warp science animation, uh, em emanation, uh, which is basically that you can make units into Brotherhood of Psychers. Uh, so the upside is you can get a lot of units that can cast psychic powers the downside is, if you don't try to cast Psychic Powers, then there is a good chance that they start to uh, to fail their morale checks, which in this army causes them to do Perils of the Warp. Um, if you're lucky. Yeah, which, funnily enough, often makes them generate more power dice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so not, yeah. Only if you're like unlucky, on, it doesn't work then. <laughs> two to six. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, if I'm really unlucky, my saga face just ends. Uh, but but yeah, basically, uh, you 
Yeah, and as you can take like Shriek or something, it, it should be pretty easy to just try and cast something. Um, on top of that, the Warlock traits, number one, Fund of Madness. In each Psychic phase, the Warlock generates Warlock charts points equal to its Master level plus one. It could happen. If the if he does not have a mastery level, which would be fucking weird in this army, then it generates D three. Yeah, I had could. Then it, it generates D three wolf charges. It does not allow them to instead. manifest psychic powers. That's important. Uh, number two, you can't get around it for, by not being a psyker, getting warp charges, and then having him try and cast stuff. He can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> he's a squib. He doesn't know shit. Yeah. No, no, be, no, because he uh, he. he yeah, he doesn't have a power. No, he, he just generates power, but, but he doesn't have a power to cast anyway, so... Yeah. Um, then we have Etheric Lightning Rod. for, And that means... Oh. For each unit within six of the Warlords that is mm -hmm. in, uh, in any given uh, soul phase, he gets an additional attack in close combat. Um, so that is pretty amazing, actually, because you, if you do many yeah. small units, then uh, then you can get a warlord that will really get to to fight a lot. And the last one, Oracle of Chaos, um, basically makes you uh, able to reroll. Yeah, the. Uh, reserve rolls, or, yeah. Or flanking, outflanking yeah. as well. So as long as the warlord is alive, you can basically reroll reserve rolls, which is the only way to... Uh, it does yeah, say but or, you can't outflank the army at all, so that's kind of funny, actually. Yeah, 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 but... Uh, yeah, that's funny because they can't. But yeah, if you somehow find a way to actually outflank while arriving from your portal, which you have to, then you can also re-roll your outflanking roll. Um, but mm. if you arrive as normal demons do here, then uh, you can re-roll your reserve rolls, um, as long as the warlord is alive. And this is the only way to get a re-roll for that one. There is, it, there is simply no other way. So um, that, that's pretty, uh, pretty important to know. Um, and just like with the rest, he can replace the primary objective. And in this one, you get one victory point for every unit you kill with a psychic power. If you used four or more warp charges to cast the power, then you get two victory points instead of one for killing something. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Basically, this is the Psychic Shriek army from hell. The, the uh, with a lot of here. psychic powers in it, that's uh, that's probably how it's going to work. Repla yeah, replace the shooting phase yeah. with the psychic shriek phase is uh, probably the army. <laughs> so uh, it it has some upsides, it has some downsides. Um, the objective is, I I probably wouldn't be using the that objective. Um, because it's kind of there are not that many psychic powers that actually finish off units. Psychic powers are more buffs and debuffs and stuff like that. So um, yeah. yeah, but but it it's a fun one. Yeah, it's a fun I'm one. looking forward to this one. 
Because the, um, the mirror of hatred. And then we have there, the last uh, one. Did this, 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 this yeah, is not yeah. anything. Mirror of hatred. <coughs> Malal or anything along those lines at all. No. But for those no of lies. you who, who love your realm of chaos and who love love your your way back, way back it's... chaos history, this is very much for you. Um, and I think this is gorgeous. I really think it's fun. Um, so all models in this detachment. Let me take mirror of hatred. Gain the hatred. Demons, demons of the ruined storm, and psychers special rule because they hate themselves. Um, an army using etheric dominion for its primary detachment may not include an allied detachment. A demon lord with this dominion may choose to generate a wall or trait. Blah 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 from the following list. So one to two, the all is one. Sounds like somebody's been reading a rejected script for the Matrix, but okay. Um, when this warlord is involved in a challenge against a model with any of the Psyker, Demon, or Demon of the Ruinstorm special rules, the controlling player may choose to use the weapon skill or initiative characteristics of the opposing model for the duration of a given fight phase. This does not alter the characteristics of the opposing model. Do you want to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Primarch? Crack on. Um, <laughs> Why not? Uh, basically, it's it is literally a case of yeah, no, we're hitting on each <sighs> other on the same numbers now. So screw you. Um, next one, Avatar of Hatred. He gains the effects of hatred. De uh, the warlord gains hatred of uh, the effects of hatred. Sorry, demons, demons of the ruinstorm, psychers during any fight subphase, not just the first one. Situationally, pretty fucking useful. Um, and inevitable... Ine <laughs> even I'm failing in my own language here. <laughs> Inimitable re uh, recursion. When a warlord with this trait is reduced to zero rune, yeah. roll a d6. Okay. On a roll of a 6+, plus, the model is placed okay. into ongoing reserves with all of its wounds returned instead of being removed from play. This warlord trait may be used more than once in a given battle, and there is no limit to the number of the times the model may be returned to ongoing reserves. However, once this roll is failed, the model may not be returned to play by other means. If Slay the Warlord uh, secondary objective is in play, then it may be scored each time the warlord is reduced to zero wounds. Ouch. But awesome if you're really good at rolling sixes. Um, again, you can, you, if it's the primary detachment, you can, with this dominion, you can ignore the, yeah. re, the primary objectives in any mission with the following. And it's called the infinite circle. The demons of the ruined storm player scores one victory point for each enemy unit with any of the psyker demon or demon of the ruined storm special rules that is destroyed, removed from play or forced to flee the battlefield. And loses one victory point for each friendly unit with any of the Psyker, Demon, or Demon of the Ruins, all the special rules that is destroyed, removed from play, or forced to flee from the battlefield. Um, okay. If at the end of the game, Demon of the Ruins, Storm player has scored exactly zero victory points, they are considered to have won. Sorry, they score one for each enemy unit and lose one for each enemy, for each friendly unit with that in there. So, um, if at the end of the game they've they've basically balanced out zero, 
they've considered to have won the game regardless of the number of victory scores points scored by the opponent. That's going to be an interesting one to keep a track of. <laughs> that is... It's just going to... Yeah, I don't know. This one, I, I don't like the... Oh, you just win because you hit zero. Yeah, it's going to be hard to hit zero, but it's going to have... Imagine being at a, an event and now you have to calculate fucking victory points every single round just yeah, to make sure where out. you're at I mean, in the game just instead of just rules, calculating so when the game too ends. Hard, but, um, I mean, yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah, but the thing is then you have secondary objectives too, which will also... And at the, let's say you have attrition, then you need to start counting how many units are left and stuff. Yeah, so it, it's just... Nah. I, I can just see games end after, like, turn two because... It'll get worked out quickly enough, I think, spent once people so start time the hang of it. Kind of and it's it's, points along it's the way. still not as frustrating as, I don't know, War of Lies, for example. Uh, and yeah. getting fucked over on the, on, you know, the wrong roll and suddenly... Losing D3 victory points. that's right. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. For that very reason. You Uh, had to remind me of that one, didn't you? (laughs) Uh, Exactly. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, a silver skull is just as beautiful as a gold skull. You're welcome, buddy. um, Anytime. Um, So what's everybody's general thoughts over these dominions? Uh, what, what what do you guys think? Um, mm-hmm. I like the like the right of war kind of thing they got going on. Um, honestly, I think when it comes to changing the primary objectives, um, especially one where you just basically swap the mission for a uh, kill point mission, the undivided one. I do not like them mm-hmm. at all, actually, because when it comes to a gaming perspective, they are gonna be uh, they're gonna be the biggest source of imbalance you will see in any of the armies, um, mm-hmm. because you can basically let let's say you wanna do hey I wanna table my opponent. Then you just do uh, the undivided army, and then every mission is a victory point, is a kill point mission. So now you don't have to think about scoring units anymore. So you're gonna have your opponent maybe mm-hmm. with 300 points worth of tactical marines standing around objectives, holding them, while you have your full amount of points just running around killing shit. Um. So so some some of them are fine. But the 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 kill point one, really don't like that one, and then of course the zero victory point one because of all the hassle of calculating all the time. Um, but but apart from that, the warlord traits are awesome. They they're actually useful. They they fit into the army. They're useful. Uh, you definitely don't want to go strategic instead because if you get infiltrate, then yeah, good luck with mm-hmm. that. So, uh, so overall, I like them. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I, I agree. I think it, it really they, helps. Uh, making I love the, the fact that they're, they're well themed. They all fit really well with you know the themes that you can play out there. 
I like the fact that there's this sort of more fun one at the end, which seems almost counterintuitive. And I, I really like, expanding on the Dominions as well, I really like that they, they've got their own, you know, if you don't want to go and do this, you know, the mission objectives, you can go and do this other option. Some of them are a bit, like you say, they might not be ideal for your opponent, but, you know, then your opponent's got to work out how the hell to avoid that because, again, it fits the fluff. It is, you know, demons Demons play differently. They 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 did they weren't there for land grabs and realm grabs and stuff. They were there to, you know, fuck shit up, kill people and har you know, harvest skulls and stuff. So it, it makes really good sense that way. Um I just I, I like where it's going and I really love Yeah, I really love personally I, I really love the um I totally all the extra um bits and pieces that you can put out there with the um uh with the different additions to you know the units and everything rather than going right here's your heavy units this is what you've got it, it throws in so many options building painting you know converting just generally going this is the demon force i want to put on the table i can pretty much make that happen you know, like I said, if you want to do everything with wings, for example, go nuts. If you want to do everything to look like it's basically crossbred with a scorpion and has gigantic claws, go nuts. Um, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. There's just so much range for them. Um, so it's pretty cool. And I, I really can't wait to see it all start pouring out on the battlefield. I mean, you mentioned yourself, you've got an army lined up. What are you? What can you give us a bit more of a run of what you're planning with that one? With your one, yeah. With with uh, the maddening swamps. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be going for um, mm. yeah. Basically, have flying characters that are not really fighting characters. So it's basically flying Sigurds. Um, so I, I bought a bunch of models from a creature caster. Yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to paint, you know, big, beautiful models. Um, and I think the rest of the army I'm going to do as um, Slanis themed. I got a lot of models from Raiding Heroes. So I'm going to be doing cavalry and um, beasts and then have them as uh, psychers. Um So basically my big weakness in the army is going to be uh, tanks because mm -hmm. I'll have to count on my characters actually getting powers that can kill tanks. Um, the strong side is going to be as soon yeah. as a unit is out of a tank, it is going to get run down and killed really fast um so so it's I'm, I'm building it more from what i got in models than really making a list and building that um so so i'm hoping that the warp configuration where you have to kill stuff with cyber powers is not really that strong when it comes to replacing the primary objective and if you mm. top it up with uh with not really having any anti-tank, then I then I think I'm I'm actually down to a level where 
I will match normal Horus Heresy armies without being completely overpowered. Mm-hmm. Basically, the shooting phase is just replaced with the Saga phase in this army. So, um, so mm-hmm. yeah. So it's for me, it's uh, it's more a painting project that can be made into an army. Um, I'm, I'm also going to wait with doing the army before um, yeah. or until we have been at the um, Brush Skills course at Lincoln um, just to make sure that the skin and the demons is going to be painted correct. The cool part is it's, it's like Custodes where you can make a really small elite army. Um, it's just not as overpowered as Custodes were, at least. I, I haven't played them after yeah. Boogaloo no, came fair. out. I mean, so it's it's going to be so interesting to see really what's out there. I haven't really formed an opinion on it yet. Um, yeah. So, well, uh, well yeah. as Freddy's away, oh, just off mic for a minute doing some yeah, stuff, let's, let's start jumping into the list itself, because we need to... We've sort of talked Sorry. about... What, <laughs> oh, perfect timing. I, there I, he is. I even know... <laughs> I've been talking, and I didn't know that it was muted. Oh, okay, fair enough. You've just been just been, I've been commenting everything. Now I, feel like did, I bet you've been sat there swearing, oh. going, "You fuckers don't even listen to me. You don't yeah, care no, anymore." I feel fucking ignored, like oh. fuck. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, oh well, the infinite circle, blah blah blah, and you were like, no comments. I was like, okay, screw you guys and whatever. <laughs> Well, do you want to? Do you, would you like to replay your comments now that you've, you've had the <laughs> unmute button? No, I think that uh, the infinite cycle, the the way that you you prescribed about keeping tracks of points and stuff, in and reaching that magic zero, mm. I don't think that people will will actually change this objective as much unless they're facing other demons or specific armies, because it's really really hard for them to score any victory points mm. unless they're facing someone that has a lot of psychers or demons and shit. So if you're playing a thousand suns, yeah, maybe. But if you're playing militia, not so much, you know, because you're going to lose a lot of, of units and you're going to be lose victory points. You'll be minus nine or ten or whatever. And it's going to be hard for you to get any fucking plus victory points. So it, it only yeah. really works in a sp- yeah. It only really works against psyker heavy or the de- other demons. So so I, I, I yeah. So yeah, it it, yeah. it is different there, but it, it is in the I, theme. I just found it weird. So yeah, I love that shit, and I think it's good to get some counter demon stuff going on. Mm. So you don't. So you have a narrative reason why demons fighting demons. If you have someone that said, "I'm going to run a Dominion Mirror of Hatred," it would be perfect for our, Sep- you know, separatist. Oh yeah, <laughs> Slot them in there. Uh, but also, it, it is. I, I think th- this is the yeah. one that you pick if, if you're focusing more on playing to the normal objectives, and then if you face something weird. Then you swap it. While the other ones, the minions you pick is because as part of your army, you know that you have that in your toolbox to change it into kill points to, or to change it into something else. While the mirror hatred, you're not so much worried about your your, your possibility of changing mm. your uh, yeah. primary objectives. Mm. Yeah, fair point. 
Yeah, this yeah. this one also has mm. a little special rule that I don't know if you mentioned it, that they cannot take an allied detachment. Yeah. So this is yeah. all, all demons, all, like face stomping, hoping to face demons, basically armies, which is pretty cool to be fair. But uh, okay, well then yeah. now now you now now you've you know, we've we've taken your thought. Real, realized that I can unmute. <laughs> there was that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so I was going to say, but yeah. the, why don't we um, uh, why don't we move on to the actual unit entries now? So let's do that. The meat and the grind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's kick sure. off with the first one. Do you want to take the lead? I'll do that. Uh, the first one is your Runestorm Demon, which is zero to one choice, and it's uh, two hundred points. As um, basically, this is your big mofo kind of Praetor level, a bit higher than Praetor. Well, it, it is yeah, a little bit more, but it is kind of your Praetor level version of uh, HQ entry. <laughs> If if we if you think about Centurion, this is definitely going to be your Praetor. Um, think it like your it, it's kind of like the Mechanicum equivalent, except that you have extra wounds and toughness. So uh, as the Demon Lord, basic stats is weapon skill six, ballistic skill five, strength eight, toughness six, wounds six, initiative four, attacks five, leadership ten, and four plus save. And it's a monstrous creature, which is handy. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's also a character. So it's monstrous creature, character. Uh, special rules is obviously Demons of the Runestorm, uh, Tide of Madness, uh, uh, Parting the Whale, Vanguard of Hell, Lord of Chaos, uh, Eternal Warrior, which is nice, mm. and, uh, Hammer of Wrath. Oh, wait, that's... Yeah. Nope. That's the, the their HQ squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the brutes. The brutes, yeah. Yep. So so basically this is your big badass uh, super leader. Um the thing that he can have, he can have uh up to three of those emanations or um kind of um um traits that we like militia traits. So three of the emanations. Mm -hmm. Wings you can give him, you know, spiky claws or the musk, <laughs> retarded musk. Um, and the thing is, if you upgrade to have um, have the brutes, because you can have a command squad of brutes, uh, they don't have to take the same emanations, which is kind of interesting. But it's good though because it means that. They are separate units, so you don't have to have the same upgrades for both of the units. And um, you can also change change uh, the Lord to become a flying monstrous creature for thirty points. Uh, and you can have up to three brutes, like I said, for fifty points each. You start Make off with one, don't you? Is it start off with one as part of the unit? Or oh, no, sorry, my apologies. No. Sorry. It's, it's, sorry, I misread. I misread unit type versus unit composition. My my apologies, oh, yeah. Freddy. Sorry, sorry to stop you bud. So so you can take up to three brutes to be your kind of bodyguard. And the brutes have weapon skill four, ballistic skill four, strength six, toughness six, uh three wounds, initiative four, three attacks, leadership eight, and four plus 
uh, armor save. So basically, they 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 kind of the same for for uh, strength and toughness, and which is kind of important because of the rules that we're going to go through later. As and they can pick two of the emanations. Uh, obviously, they have to have the same, uh, all three of them, if you pick up to three. So the brutes in themselves, they are used classed as infantry. So they are not monstrous creatures or anything. They're used infantry. They have, however, they have hammer, hammer, hammer of wraths. Uh, they have the guardian demon special rule. And the guardian demon special rule means that when a unit that includes one or more models with the special rule suffers hits during the shooting phase, those hits must be allocated to models with these special rules before any other models, regardless of position or line of sight. So it doesn't matter. So if you're shooting at the Lord, it doesn't really matter if the Lord is the closest model or if he is the only model you can see. All hits has to be on the Brutes first. So they are your fucking ablative armor mark yep. fucking 10. Yeah, they literally bamf in and out, get in the way of stuff, whatever. Yeah, they reach around and try and grab the whatever, etc., etc. Yeah. They're rather awesome. They are good to increase it. So you have six, and suddenly you can have three boots. That's nine wounds. So potentially you can, for shooting, you can spam up your Lord and Bobby to have fifteen wounds, which is nasty. Yeah. But it means that Jesus. you cannot you can only do that if uh, you don't make him a flying monstrous creature because obviously you can't upgrade the brutes to have uh, to make them into a flying stuff. You can only give them wings and then they just jump infantry. So mm. uh, anyway, uh, the second special rule is Vanguard of Hell. Uh, on the first turn of the game, if a unit composed in entirely of models with this special rule then no role is made to see if it enters place in, enters play instead the controlling player may choose whether it comes into play without rolling uh, if it, the unit remains in ongoing reserve or ongoing reserve, then it must be rolled for us normally on subsequent turns so basically you can you can decide whenever this guy is showing up with him and his brutes uh, However, let's say <laughs> you can't place him on an, or on the warp rifts because it's too crowded, and he goes back into ongoing reserves. You have to roll for him from there yeah. on. So there is a, there is a, a counterbalance to it, basically. And also, flying monstrous creature. You know, obviously, you can um, choose how you want to enter play. If you want to gl be gliding or swooping. And you declare that before you roll your reserve, or if you declare that he's arriving. So you have to tell him first, am I swooping or am I gliding? Pop, yeah. he shows up, or you roll your dice. So that's it. So this is your this is your generali generalismo, your big-ass power demon that's going to lead your demon army to victory. He can be pretty badass. And uh, the next one, he's, he's rather infamous. Who wants to do Cabanda? Cabanda, God bless. Or, oh, yeah. Well, well Papa a, a of the A of the gods. <laughs> yeah, Cabanda. Demon General of Cygnus. Uh, 
Cabanda's just Cabanda's a brute, and I love him. I think he's great. <laughs> he clocks in on like a casual four hundred sixty points. So, yeah. Casual, yeah, ca- yeah, casual, casual, like, cheaper than a fell blade. Casual Primark level. Uh, you know, he's he's up there with the higher tier Primarchs, though. I think at least stat wise. I mean, weapon skill nine, ballistic skill five. Yeah, so what? Uh, strength eight, toughness seven, eight wounds, initiative six. Seven attacks, base profile, leadership 10, three up save. That'll do. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, flying monstrous creature. Uh, he's and got he's his close very, combat weapons uh, and demonic axe. Molten blood emanation, brass collar emanation, and horned crown emanation. I wonder who he's for. <laughs> yes. Um, all, all hell the eightfold path. Um, Special rules, Demon of the Ruin Storm, Tides of Madness, Parting Veil, Vanguard of Hell, Lord of Murder, Miasma of Rage, Thunder, It Will Not Die, Scythe of Hatred, Eternal Rivalry. Um, yeah, only a couple of things. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's start. Um, so, Lord of Murder. He may only be selected as part of any army using the Crimson Fury Etheric Dominion. Makes sense. And must, keep the, uh, must be the army's warlord. Uh, Commander uses the Skullkeeper Warlord trait from the Crimson Fury uh, Warlord tra- table and gains Eternal Warrior as a special rule. Miasma Rage. Uh, any models within 12 inches, uh, him and anyone within 12 inches, uh, plus one to the results of any rolls made to determine how many attacks are gained by the Rampage special rule. <laughs> Granted to it by the Crimson Fury Theoric Dominion. Jesus. Uh, in addition, he gains a 4-plus invulnerable save as long as it is currently locked in combat or involved in a challenge. Get this guy into combat ASAP, basically. Um, <clears throat> Vanguard of Hell, the first turn of the game, a unit composed entirely of these models. He's a unique unit, so it's just him. Um, he could basically, like we had before, he can choose when he comes on, whether he comes on or not. I show up now. I, 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 do you know what? I like those chaps over there. I think I'm going to pop out and say hello, and then fuck them in their skull holes. Um, and otherwise, it remains in ongoing reserve uh, and must be rolled for as per no, uh, as per Natch. Scythe of hatred. Okay, at the end of any assault phase, after the results of any combats have been worked out and sweeping advances, consolidations, etc., have been completed, Cabanda may release its fury. As a tremendous strike that damages any who are caught in its path. So to resolve this attack, the controlling player should place a Hellstorm template angled in any direction of their choice for the narrow end of contact of Cabanda's base. Any units underneath the template suffer a number of hits equal to the number of wounds Cabanda has caused during the preceding assault phase. Each is at strength 6 AP dash. That's nice. It could be nice if he, if he went into <laughs> if he went into a militia squad and yeah. yeah I'm going to get the port- I'm going to quickly get one of them out of the way. He's a flying monstrous creature, so he has to decide whether he's entering, gliding, or swooping, etc., etc. Uh, okay, eternal rivalry. If if any enemy army includes Sanguinius, commander gains preferred enemy Sanguinius hatred Sanguinius. Special rules are the following secondary objective. Is placed into effect. Eternal rivalry. If Sanguinius is removed as a casualty while fighting in a challenge against Cabanda, 
The Demons of the Runestorm player scores two victory points, in addition to any victory points scored for Slay the Warlord. However, if Commander is removed as a casualty while it is fighting in a challenge against Sanguinius, then the Demon of the Runestorm player um, instead loses one victory point. Uh, that will never happen. Oh, I, I, I can hear, I can hear the dark that. tears of all the, all you, the uh, right. very unhappy fanboys of you saying that. Um, but you know, it could be. Yeah, uh, statistics yeah. say he will rape Singunius. Well, he needs to bring him low first, so he becomes more all, the all powerful. You strike me down now, I'll come possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and remember, he has plus one toughness and strength in both two turns. So he's actually So Sanguinius is going to fly around in uh, strength nine. Hey, Sanguinius, come over here, let's fight. Kaka! <laughs> uh, oh, Run away! Kaka! Yeah. Run 10, away! 7, hello! I'm right now. I'm yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, that's just wrong. I love it. Um who's gonna do the next dude? Who wants to do Samus? Samus. Samus is coming. Samus. Yeah. Is that me? <laughs> okay. Alright, Samus unbound, demon storm. He is clocking in at yeah, four hundred and fifty points. Funny. We have had rules for this guy before, but these yeah. rules have changed over before he was kind of meh. Now he's actually <laughs> he's he's semi badass. So yeah, uh, he has weapon skill nine, ballistic skill five, strength eight, toughness seven, seven wounds, initiative nine, uh, six attacks, leadership ten, and three plus armor save. He is a monstrous creature. He has close combat weapons, uh, claws, fangs, demonic blade, blah blah blah, molten blood, uh, brass colors, quicksilver speed. He's a demon of the runes, more ties of madness, parting the way a lot of murder, armor bane, murder strike, it will not die, born of murder, whispers of madness. So, he's a happy chap, basically. He's a happy chap. Lord of murder, uh, Samus Unbound may be only be selected as a part of an army using the resplendent terror e etheric dominion, and must be the army warlord. Samus Unbound uses the Path of Blood Warlord trait from the Crimson Fury uh, Warlord trait table and gains the Eternal Warrior's special rule, which is nasty. Uh, Born of Murder. If a model with the character type is killed on any turn before Samus Unbound is deployed, place a counter or other marker within three inches of where they died. On the controlling place next turn, this marker is treated as a Warp Rift marker for this turn only, following all the standard rules for Warp Rift as detailed in Parting Veil rule, with the exception that no demons of the Roostorms model other than Samus Unbound may be deployed using the Warp Rift marker after the controlling player turn. player's turn, the Warp Rift marker is removed. So basically, if, if any character type is killed, you place a marker and there's a Warp Rift and Samus can rock up from there. Pumps. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, if this happens, you don't have to pass a reserve role to deploy Samus. He just gets automatically deployed. Uh, this special rule does not prevent Samus from 
being deployed earlier in the game, standard parting the veil rule. Uh, Whispering of Madness. If Samus Unbound is part of your army, all enemy resource rolls are made at neg 1. Uh, regardless if Samus in, is in play, play or not. In addition, enemy models play, placed in ongoing reserves will fail to appear on any particular turn on a d6 roll of 1. So even if you go into an ongoing reserve, you die, and if you roll a 1, you, sorry, you don't rock up. To blast. Uh, yeah, if Samus Unbound is part of your army, the warp charge cost of any blessing type psychic power used during the game is increased by plus one. Models in combat with Samus Unbound, as well as taking fear test in order to charge Samus, have their leadership value halved unless they have <laughs> stubborn or fearless. It's pretty nice. Ouch. And then the, the most interesting part here is... Uh, this profile does not invalidate previous release profiles for the Demon Lord Samus. Rather, this specific profile represents the unbound incarnation of the ancient demonic entity intended to be used as part of the Demons of the Runestorm army. So, the, the, Samus, the rules for Samus that are, are in the other books are still okay. You just didn't have to pick which Samus you're using. But this Salmon, Samus, Samus. <laughs> salmon. This salmon uh, is used for the demons of the Runestorm list. And you're going to see a common thread when special demons that have been released before. So, Corbax. Who wants to do Corbax? Oh, he's another Papa Boy, isn't he? He's a Papa Boy. That's me. Hang on. Right. Okay. Corbax utter That's you, Judy. Unbound, Demon Lord of the Ruined Storm. Uh, he is a uh, weapon skill 6, ballistic skill 3, strength 7, tough 8, wounds 8, initiative 3, not the brightest boy in the bunch, 5 attacks, leadership 10, 4 up save, rocking in it a casual 425 points. The monstrous creature, he's got uh, close combat weapons, talons, fetid bulk, and fanged more. Wow, sounds like three really, really dodgy house metal bands. Um, he's got uh, Shroud of Darkness, Miasma Rot, and Crushing Claws as his emanations of horror. Uh, special rules: <laughs> Lord of Decay, Demon of the Ruin Storm, Tides of Madness, Parting the Veil. He's a level two Psyker. He's got Gaping Moor and Noisome Tide of Flesh. All right, let's get through this. So, Lord of Decay. He can only be selected as part of an army using the Creeping Scourge, Etheric Dominion. Surprise, surprise. Has to be their warlord. And uh, he uses the unbound pestilent uh, cloud warlord trait from the Creeping Scourge Dominion, so basically the buzzy fly one, and, and gains Eternal Warrior. All beautifully thematic and makes sense. <coughs> he said he's a psyker, um, level two mastery, and may take powers from biomancy yeah. discipline only. Again, perfect sense. Gaping more, and I do like this one. When fighting against infantry models, any rolls of a five to six, five or a six, made in this alt phase by Corbax, have instant death special rules. Roll to wound and save these attacks separately. Basically, he shoves you in his mouth and chomps on you. Um, that's pretty brutal, because that's a 33% chance of getting an instant death on something. Um, 
So yeah, that's pretty brutal. Um, and noisome tide of flesh. Um, he is in his unbound form inflicts D three hammer of wrath when hitting when charging. It ignores all dangerous terrain and difficult terrain. Counts as being armed with assault grenades when charging. In addition, if it if it is destroyed, replace its model with a massive blast, a seven inch template. All models under that template that do not have a demon or demon of the ruins or special rule suffer a single four plus poison AP four hit. If it's a vehicle, treat the strength of any hits inflicted as a two. Again, designer notes on this one, which I really like. It states quite simply that it does not um, invalidate any previously released profiles for for callbacks. Rather, specifically represents him as the unbound incarnation of the demonic entity to be used part of the Ruined Storm armies. So yeah. what, what do we think about uh, old callbacks there? I think that when it comes to all these the lords of the Runestorm, they are way better in these rules than the other ones were. So I have no idea why you would actually use the old, <laughs> the old rules. But obviously you can if you want to. Flavor? <laughs> Question mark? Uh, oh, but which I which group the have they been before? Or Tempest? Uh, one of those. Is Either okay, Tempest or Retribution. Everyone's screaming now. Uh, but I, yeah. I'm pretty sure the rules used to be on Forgeworld as well. They were, oh, yeah, right. they, they were downloadable via the, oh. the, the models page because it was, yeah. uh, wasn't in some of the books for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I had I haven't seen that. Yeah, I, I love the ever, model callbacks. I, I must admit, this from yeah. a model point of view, it's rather gorgeous. It's just good. It's your Donald Trump. Fra- fra- Fraggle Rock. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Fra- good lord. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's pretty boss, right? Next unit. Let's go. They we we're coming into our. Well, okay. Then maybe these are your Praetor. Semi dudes. Yeah. Um, so the next one we have a Runestorm Greater Demon HQ. Yeah. Uh, basically, it clocks in at 160 points. Weapon skill 5, ballistic skill 4, strength 7, toughness 6, wounds 5, initiative 4, attacks 4, leadership 10, uh, 4 plus save. And it is a monstrous creature character. Has close combat weapons, blades, whatever you know demons have. Uh, the special rules are Demons of the Runestorm, Tides of Madness, Parting the Veil, and you can pick three emana- emanations. That's it. That yeah, it's three emanations, and that's it. That that is your unit entry. So this is basically your stock standard clean, greater demon that you can kind of tweak into whatever you want. Yeah. The fun thing here is it's not flying. Yeah. It's you can only make it into jump infant or jump monster, mm-hmm. yeah. not flying well, monster. Well it means that basically That's very when it comes from, to uh, HQ choices, at least. you can only have one flying monstrous creature. Because it's zero to one the the super lord. Yeah, one fire, so the, yeah, these yeah. are your semi demi lords, and now we're gonna jump into yeah. our fucking consoles. 
kind of sergeant, no, not sergeant, but you, your lieutenants, demon lieutenant lords. Which is uh, a runestorm demon chosen, which used, you, you can sort of notice that this yeah. reminds a lot to the heralds back in the demon codex. Uh, they cost 50 points. They are 5 in weapon skill, 4 in ballistic skill, strength 5, toughness 4, 3 wounds, initiative 4, uh, 3 attacks, leadership 10, 4 plus save. And they used infantry character. They have a close combat weapons. They're Demon of the Runestorm, Ties of Manas, Parting the Veil, Independent Characters, Shepherd of the Malign Intent. And they can pick three options. And the Shepherd of the Malign Intent means that at the start of the game, before any models are deployed, they get to choose one special rule. And that is preferred enemy infantry, preferred enemy bike, yet by cavalry, preferred enemy monstrous creature, flying monstrous creature. But have you noticed yeah. something on the unit type? It's a character. It's not an independent character. So basically, you got a yeah three wound toughness four model running around on the table, yeah. cannot join anything. Um, who has preferred enemy? I know, <laughs> but he's cheap. Yeah, that that's not good. That's actually really bad. Yeah. Oh wait, no. What the fuck? Under special yeah. rules, he has independent character. Yeah. Well. So no, no, no. That, that, that is correct. It, no, it's always the same. It, that's same in weird for me books. You have Isn't unit type, infantry type, uh, character, and then special rules. You have the independent character. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. So he'll join something and make them super okay. nasty. Okay. Against infantry, okay. bikes, death by cavalry, or monstrous creatures, flying or not. Yeah. So he is kind of more like a buff HQ. Yeah. Yeah. And he is, uh, he's also on a 32 mil base. So he, he, so he fulfills the all the, as, as normal the things that a normal plague bearer, demoness, whatever. And then, so that, that's all the HQ choices. Uh, so now we jump into the elite, and there we have, you know, your brutes. And we're not talking about yeah. the normal brutes. Uh, they, well, they are exact, they're exact same. Yeah, exactly the same as the bodyguard for the... It's the same as the, the, it's the, captain uh, of the, bodyguard. the super lord. But now it's just an elite unit, and it's basically clocks in at 150 points and for 150 points you get three brutes which is interesting because they cost 50 points each when you had them as your bodyguard so <laughs> it's the same same uh, point cost same stats so weapon skill four ballistic skill four strength six toughness six weapon skill three initiative one yeah yeah, it's, it's the vanguard of hell rule that really makes them good compared to the other demons. Basically, they they decide whenever they want to come onto the table. In or they decide in turn one, 
yeah if they want to come in yeah, so have a if you want to be sure that a lot of shit comes on if then you know you, you have turn one bring and you want to secure units. your warp rifts uh, it's really good to have a couple of brutes units because they're kind of tough they're kind of durable so you have three of them in one one unit for, for 150 points that's nine wounds on toughness six so you, they're not going to be instant killed by anything um so it's so it's really like these are the guys that you want to come in yeah. and kind of secure your warp rifts against shenanigans by smart players. But you can also you can also up them up to six, so you can add up another three brutes, fifty points each. Exactly. So the maximum amount would be six brutes, and you're allowed to pick two of the emana emanations. So the so you can have them the flamer the flamers are pretty nice there. So it means you have two flamers on strength yeah. six. They... It's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Three plus armor safe. Definitely a need on these guys because they are tough as six. Four plus armor. So auto cannons, volkites, even heavy boulders will be ripping them apart. Yeah. Well, I think um, like a, a combination. So, yeah, uh, finally use those, heavy bolts, uh, I guess. Scaly skins <laughs> and um, yeah. the flamers, depending on what you're, what you're planning to do with these guys. I think it. I think it's pretty good, because. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jump infantry, or yeah, they're infantry, sure. so using them as jump infantry. Could but I think be the, the, this is a good. Especially when they have the Plenty Vanguard of Hell. This is, this is your, the first unit that fucking breaches your your rift. And it kind of fits with the theme uh, of the unit entry as well. But that's, that is also the only elite for your army. So I yeah. guess you're going to buff up on these guys a lot. And then we go into the meat of things, the troops. Do you want to go yeah. through them, Eric? Yeah, I can do. Uh, basically, there are yeah. In, in troop choice, you have the Runestorm Lesser Demons. That's your normal infantry, and they can you they can take up to three of the emanations. So basically, they can become jump infantry, whatever. Like they they are just your basic building blocks, and they cost sixty points for five. You can buy additional for 12 points each, up to 15 extra. So you can get 20 in total. Weapon skill 4, ballistic skill score 4, strength 4, toughness 4, 2 wounds, initiative 4, 2 attack, leadership 7, 4 plus save. They are turn 1 and 2, they're going to be strength yeah. and toughness 5. So they're quite doable the turns they, uh, they start out. Um, another troop like Yeah. Yeah, and then you have uh, if you want to go with um, with a fast army, then you can buy three Runestorm Demon Beasts, which is the unit type beast, um, yeah. and then you can have an up to ten man units costing twenty five points each. Uh, it's the same stat line except they have strength and toughness five, which is six when in the first two turns. So, like, if you if you have a bunch of chaos warhounds laying around from back in the old days, they are really fucking tough um, in these rules. 
Um, yeah. And they can take two emanations. That's probably because they already move so fast. Um, <laughs> and the last of the basic troop choices is a rune storm demon swarm. They are basically nerglings for 60 points per base. Uh, no, sorry. I was going to say 60 wrong. points for one base is pretty fucking expensive. For a total of 60. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, it's 20 points. It's 20 points. Yeah. Um, and they can only take one uh, animation. <laughs> um, oh, I, I can see uh, oh. <laughs> Brotherhood of Cyclist Nurklings. That could be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fun and. Yeah, so so wrong. So that yeah, that'll be uh, seventy-five points for three swarms, level one psyker with shriek. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, apart from that, they have a unit called Runestone Possessed. Basically, it's a unit of you buy them as a solar auxiliary unit, um, and you can upgrade them to uh, to space marines. And the thing they have is they can all take different weapon choices, melter guns, plasma guns, all of one weapon for every five in the units. And the unit size is 10 and can be increased to 20. Um, the, the cool thing about this is that they, you do not get victory points for killing them. So basically, these uh, either auxiliary guys or space marines hmm. are your... Uh, and processed shields yeah. that you don't care about the, losing. The thing is that, uh, like, so how we've been like discussing yeah. about the war briefs and the issue yeah. about kind of closing them down and stuff, it even has in the Slaves of Darkness, there's like a little explanation that this is what you want to use to make sure uh, because yeah. they don't start in reserve, you deploy them as normally. These are the guys that you use as your meat shield for your war briefs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, if you you can so if you're meeting that yeah. drop pod army that we have been talking about, then you use these guys to uh, to block it, <laughs> uh, put around so your demons can get out. Remember not give, to block give it yourself. yourself. An out, basically. Give, give enough space for your uh, demons to actually be placed next to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. So they're pretty cool. They're pretty <laughs> cool. Go for it. We have fast attack. That's a really short list. We have two, yeah two time two types. We have a big fucking demon called a runestorm demon strike which is a flying monstrous creature weapon skill four ability skill four strength seven toughness six five wounds any four four attacks this is ten four plus safe um yeah and that can take up to two emanations so basically the strikes are your flying shooty thingies um yeah and you can probably well, find some nasty yeah. shit to put well, on them. Or, or like this one would be cybers and shoot, shoot stuff and at people. To, yeah. yeah, the one that shoots and kills armor uh, and have the other one that is shred because you then you can go in and, yeah, yeah. like, if you don't shoot it, you fly and fucking smash it down. Yeah, because 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then the other one you have in the fast choices would be a Ruin Storm Demon Cavalry. Uh, the cavalry is basically normal Ruin Storm Demons with an extra attack. So it's four all over the stats um, with three attacks instead of two. And they can uh, be five to ten models. For 25 points each with two emanations of horror. So it seems like you can, if you have slow models, you can take three emanations. And if you have fast models, you can only take two, mm. which makes sense as one of the things you can take is to make them jump infantry or jump monster. So yeah. fast attacks are pretty straightforward. You have a flyer strike, and you have cavalry, and, and that's they have it. beasts instead of the cavalry, uh, but. Yeah, yeah. So um, that that if you want to min max your army, that's the way to go. Um, because the strikes, if you give them the armor bane shots, then they're gonna be flying around uh, with strength Ooh, now strength yeah nine, access strength ten, armor bane in turn one um, or turn two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Still Orts, they still one. roll in turn, turn one yeah. for reserves, don't they? Or is that turn two? I didn't even. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you can fly out of the. Yeah, you can fly seven, three of them out and start seven, shooting. Uh, basically, th th yeah, shots that cannot wound unless you swing twelve. Yeah, and swing twelve on a uh, in turn one on a vehicle as a minimum. So yeah, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt. Uh, when it comes to heavy choices, you have two types. You have uh, the Greater Runestorm Demon Beast and Runestorm Demon Behemoth. Um, the beasts are a unit of one to three. Um, and they can be equipped with uh, three emanations. Um, the beasts have uh, four. Weapon skill 4, BS4, strength 8, toughness 6, 4 wounds, any 3, 3 attacks, leadership 7, 4 plus save. The behemoth can only be bought <laughs> Which one at the time, so no extra <laughs> models in that unit. Uh, that's, yeah. It has weapon skill 4, basic skill 4, strength 8, toughness 7, 10 wounds. So uh, that's that's a fuckload. Initiative <laughs> um, two, five attacks, leadership seven, four plus safe. Um, and it has an extra rule that any attacks that would normally inflict instant death only inflicts D three wounds instead. Which means with uh, with a yeah. ten wound model, no, no. you can take a I lot of uh, of hits before see. dying. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, sniper only rule. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so it's kind of eternal warrior, but not completely. But uh, they, they, there's going to be a couple of yeah. those showing up. But really, really list, strong model. Really strong model. Definitely, and they're gorgeous. To be uh, fair. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
Ja. Så på 10 måneder toughness 8, the t- yeah. first two turns, fuck. That's gonna take is that all like, the units? Forever to get no, 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 no. No, as in, in oh. the heavies, in the heavies, because I'm looking at the Lord. I'm, I'm looking at the Lord of War right now, and uh, I don't really want to talk about this guy. <laughs> that was the Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Lord yeah, of War yeah, section because the you know, not only do you have yeah, all those fun it, units yeah, it, and you know demon princes and shit, you get to throw some really big, stupid stuff at the wall and see what happens. So the ruined storm arch demon. Rocking in less than a casual glaive, just remember that to start with, but you do have to kind of point him up a bit with a few things. Um, <laughs> weapon skill six. Which could be a lot of things. But yeah. Which could be a fuck ton of things, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, weapon skill six, ballistic skill five, strength nine, toughness eight, ten wounds, initiative three, six attacks, leadership ten, save four plus. So far, so light Primark, apart from the wound count. Um, yeah. One model, ruined storm arch demon. Yeah. Gargantuan creature, pretty big, comes with close combat weapons, claws, water, demonic blades, horns, etc. I love the etc because you just go nuts. Uh, special rules to start with: Demon of the Room Storm, Tides of Madness, Parting the Veil. Okay. Arch options: The Arch Demon may select from uh, up to three for options from the following list. Lord of Chaos for 50 points, Reaper of Souls for 25, Breaker of Titans for 35 points, Font of the Warp for 100 points, Wound in Reality for 25 points, Beyond Death for 50 points, Torrent of Unreality for 30 points, Warp Blast for 35 points, Rend Time and Space for uh, 50 points, Warp Forged Plate 50 points, and may change its type to Flying, flying Gargantuan Creature character for 100 points. Um, this sounds like a fucking Jeopardy ca- set of Jeopardy, ca- uh, Jeopardy car- categories, but here we go. Um, so, yeah, here we go. Lord of Chaos. Model with this option gains a 4-plus invulnerable save against shooting attacks and a 3-up invulnerable save while locked in combat. Pretty yeah, nice. that'll do nicely. <laughs> I, I quite like that. And, uh, you know... Yay. Yeah, it's only 50 yeah. points. I mean, it's not that bad. Well, you know, uh, you Reaper of Souls, wounds, a model so with this option, may choose to sacrifice it. its normal attacks in close combat to make a number of attacks yeah. equal to the number of models in any one unit it is locked in combat with. The attacks are resolved at half, rounding down its current strength, AP2. Okay, so on average, you'll be doing, you know, however big your unit is, Strength four attacks because it's rounded down. Half of nine is four, five, four and a half, so rounded down. But the strength four attacks at AP two. Only twenty five points. Nice little bonus one if you want to throw it in there. Um, Breaker of Titans. He may choose to. A lot of this is sacrificing all the attacks by the look of it um, to make a number of attacks equal to half of that rounding down. Of its current attack scores, but at strength D, AP one. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> so three yeah. D three D attacks. D three, yeah, three D attacks at AP one. Yeah. Ow. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, that's thirty-five points. Um. <laughs> 
that's more effective. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. Um, fun to the warp. This model, this model gains uh, the Psyker special rule. Mastery level four uh, may generate psychic powers from any discipline in the Horus Heresy Age of Darkness rulebook except Sanctic or Malefic Demonology because you're not summoning or banishing stuff. Um, in addition, the controlling player does not add this model's mastery level to the total of warp charges generated for a given psychic phase, but instead adds this model's current remaining wounds instead. My god. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> that is retarded. Yeah. Imagine a Leviathan... So these guys can buy flying for a hundred points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine a fucking Leviathan, Legion, or yeah, you know the um, yeah, the the, with three yeah, of these guys flying around generating thirty fucking, fucking power dice per five, turn. four thousand point plus game to make that work. But uh, <laughs> no, no, Lord of Wars. They're Lord. Of, they fall under Lord of War categories. Twenty-five percent. Twenty-five percent. Oh, yeah, sorry, you said Leviathan. Yeah, they don't get the, orc, the Force Orc, so... so that, okay, they, No, they don't do the Leviathan. Yeah, that was a scary thought that we just had, that just yeah. got blinked out of existence. So 3,000 points. Um, okay, wound in reality, 25 points. This model, um, with this option that loses last week, yeah. explodes, explodes as though it had a ca the catastrophic damage special rule. And so, it lost its final hull point. So Basically. it could be a massive D-blast on someone else. Yeah, 25 yeah, points. Super if you're not sure what to do with your last 25 points, stick it on there because <laughs> you never know what it might take out. <laughs> For every Titan player goes, yep, totally know how that works. <laughs> never know what a lucky shot. Okay, Beyond Death. A model with this option loses its last wound. It, it is not immediately removed from play. Instead, the control player rolls a D6. On a four up, the model is instead placed into ongoing reserves with D6 wounds remaining. On a three or less, it is removed from play as a casualty. This effect may only be triggered once per model in any game. Yeah, so imagine killing this, this fucker and then you roll four plots and then you're followed by a six. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that, <laughs> the narrator kicks in and it was at that point little Johnny realized that his army was about to get raped again. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Torrent of Unreality, a model with this option, may attack during the shooting phase using the following profile. Hellstorm, Strength 6, AP4, Assault 1, Soul Blades. Uh, I want that as a sound bite, just so it's like from Mortal Kombat, you know, Soul Blades. Uh, warp Burst, a model with this option, may attack during the shooting phase using the following profile. Warp Burst, 24-inch range, Strength 8, AP4, Assault 1, 7-inch Massive Blast. Because, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay, Rend in Time and Space. This one's interesting. A model with this option may, at the end of any of their own player turns, place an additional Warp Rift Marker anywhere within 2 inches of the model's base. This new Warp Rift Marker may not be placed in dangerous terrain or difficult terrain, I may not be within six inches of another warp rift marker or objective marker. Special rule may only be used once per game and may not be used while the archdemon is locked in combat. Mm. Not not impossible to make good use of. Yeah, oh. especially especially the one that if you put a warp rift marker in each table quarter for victory <laughs> points. Exactly. 
Um, and Warp Forge right. Plate, you basically gain a two-up armor save. <laughs> and that's that's 50 points. The last two are 50 points. So, rendering yeah. time and space of Warp Forge Plate. Um, yeah, pretty funky. I quite like, like that Yeah, feels like Jesus. I'm going to have a Forge Plate. I'll have some wings. And... Well, the wings does it. Well, yeah. I'll have Warp... Forge Blades, Breaker of Titans, and then probably Lord of Chaos. Yeah, that all of the that's a pretty good combo, to be fair. And then, uh, and then I changed it into a flying mega source. So yeah, sub three. That, that might keep. You might just get in. You should actually you should get in sub nine nine hundred points at that point, or maybe sub. Yeah, well. That's 600 points, 100 points for the flying thing, 700 yeah. points. 50 points for the plates, that's yeah. 750. 750. Breaker of Titans. So 785. Yeah. And then oh. Lord of Chaos, 50. Okay, yes, yeah, so 825, not bad. Yeah, that, see? That will, that will probably cause more damage than the fucking Warhound would. Uh at least well, I'd like to think so. More expensive. Yeah. But I uh, think the 3D attacks, when he starts uh, chopping into Titans, might help. Or anything else. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's beautiful. At the end of the day, I think this is an awesome, awesome option. Definitely. Basically having a Lord of War, fuck you, demon, that you can build. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Because <laughs> basically that's what it is. Oh dear. So general thoughts on demons overall, gents. What are we thinking? Uh fun army. Really fun army. Um also an army where you need to uh Maybe give a little thought to the games you're gonna play and be like, is this uh, is this gonna be fun for both sides or just me? Um, because you can definitely, I think of all the armies, this is probably the one that's easiest to break mm. uh, so far. Um, but it looks, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to play it definitely. But, uh, yeah, but, Freddy, what, like, you, what are you there, there are so many ways to no, like, like I said before, like, <laughs> any armor can be broken. Just be nice about it. Uh, do something thematic and try not to like if you, you even if your thematic thought turns it into yeah. an army full of brutes and and mega monstrous creatures, and you this is like the worst of Mechanicum times ten, and no one's gonna love you. Then don't do it. But by all means, if you have some balance, people are going to enjoy this because this is this, this is completely different, and that what makes it fun. This is something new, and everyone's going to enjoy seeing something. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I like it how it's going to change up things a bit, and I think there's going to be. Exactly. Uh, uh, I think it's just going to be like an, another. It's going to add to flavor to the whole community. I can't wait seeing more demon lists going there and and just the hobby potentials. Oh, Jesus. I lean, I lean, I lean back and, and <laughs> reminisce of hobby potential. No, but the hobby potentials that 
will come from this because I'm pretty sure like, well, th there will be people brushing off their old uh, demons they had. Like there will be demons from Warhammer because we have lots of old Warhammer players that uh, kind of gave up on Sigmar and went to Her Heresy instead. So they'll, they'll have reason to repossess their old demons. There will be people that are going to go buy Games Workshop demons, but there will also be heaps and heaps of like really enthusiasts. They're going to do lots and lots of conversions. And we've already seen some of those uh, specimens on social media, Fuck Instagram yeah. or Facebook, like where people have taken, I think, any, anything from like uh, old Wood Elf uh, Ents or whatever they're called these days. Mm. I have no idea anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> Treeman, they used to be called. When yeah. I when I played Warhammer, but but anyways, like so that we, we've already seen like that heaps of people are using stuff like Tyranid bits that they mush into demon stuff, and they they the third party dealers are doing stuff. People are getting creative with the possessive marines, the possessive militia. There's heaps of stuff that Games Workshop has done that looks awesome. There's also you know some of the AOS range. Can be converted pretty cool into into 30k and the demons and stuff. So yeah, yeah, so, I'm, I'm looking I, forward I, to seeing some of that. Yeah, I just really want to see like the kit, kit bashing, the painting, and like the whole hobby progress progress that this is going to do. I, I remember we had like a massive resurgence in in like hobby conversions and stuff when the militia army came out, and yep. I'm pretty sure we're going to see the same with the demons now, or we're yeah. already seeing the same with the demons. So. I can't wait to see more like cool vips of people converting stuff. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. I mean, I think we're just going to have. It's just we're just glut for hobby right now. You know, it's it's going yeah. to be so much cool shit going on. Um, I genuinely can't wait to to see how it all peels out. And one thing I really like most of the things that kind of that Fortwell is taking. I might be lynched for this, but it's they're, they're kind of more and more, they're giving the onuses to us in the community to yeah. like, here you go, you can buy our product or you can kit bash your own, but you know, it's gonna, it, it is like, the Marine obviously is their IP and they own it, but all these other things, it's just super encouraging to do your own stuff, like, you know, own the hobby yourself as part of the community and keep bash your own stuff. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I'm with you on that one. It's, uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. I can't wait to see it all sort of wrap up. I really can't. So... <sighs> Yeah, let's t I'll tell you what, we've been at this for a little bit. We're going to do the Marines, but let's take a pee break and everybody can pause here, go refill your glasses or whatever. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll come back in a couple of seconds. Uh, there'll be a little burst of static or something, and then we'll come back with uh, the Marine units because, oh boy, we've got some cool stuff to talk about with that. Get your dreadnoughts oh, ready. And, uh, we have the whole thing go through the psychana and all that stuff as well yeah 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 anyway we'll be right back after this burst of static go get a drink we'll be back in like oh, two yeah. seconds oh, yeah. hey guys uh so jody here um funny thing is 
after <laughs> sitting down for at least the last two and a half hours recording this, we decided that, hell, we're going to make this a four-parter because, yeah, there's just so much in here and we really want to get into it, as you can tell. So we're going to stretch this to another one. Yes, that means we're going to be at part four of four and, dear God, we hope we get it down to part four of four. So with that being said, we're going to head on out now to a quick music track and then we're going to come back in, get our wrap-up done and send you on your way from this episode. And we're looking forward to our next episode, which will be the wrap-up of our book eight coverage. And then we'll be getting on with as much fun stuff as we possibly can for you guys in the future. So we'll be right back after this.
and we're back and that was a lot of rules to go through but dear god it was so much fun and there's going to be so much crazy demon shit um well we have at least uh three demon <clears throat> three demon that has signed up for scandal no it's scandal lincoln <laughs> yeah <clears throat> oh shit um there was a demon list at gothcon as well wasn't there yep how did that one go down? Because we <laughs> okay. Uh, let Let's just say that uh, it was Christophe, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't prepared for it for the narrative missions, but with a bit of a tweaking, it wasn't too bad. And he he didn't win like overwhelmingly, so he wasn't. He wasn't like. Wasn't Magnus and ZM bad? No. No, oh, it's okay then. But He's yeah. learning. He's learning slowly. <laughs> slightly improving love um, you christopher love you <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah no that was he did get a couple of best sports uh votes so there you go that was the first time for everything i love it <laughs> i'm kidding um he, he's gonna punch me next time he sees me and i'm gonna deserve it it's gonna be fine um <laughs> but no in all, in all seriousness i mean the demons are gonna be they're going to be amazing on the battlefield. I love this jump forward now where we're getting this witchy-poo stuff. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think it's going to take a while before everyone figures out how to deal with them. But once yeah. they do, it's not going to be a big big deal. No, once it, once it, it's like everything with the meta. It'll, it'll shift, it'll jar, and then it will settle back down and people will work out where the, where the things are in it and how to make it work and everything. So it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to seeing it. And I am so happy that we have some new consoles for the for the legions because it it feels like a good way of freshening the legions up a bit. Yeah, you know well, it's they, it's they just nice. Bit, it's good to have all the the vehicles and stuff that's been out for ages. Yeah, rules for them and stuff. And so, being able to squadron them up is quite useful as well because <laughs> uh, it's you know suddenly you're not taking you know, like we said you're not taking two slots for two of the Punisher variants. You're taking one slot, which is yeah actually a benefit because yeah there are way better tanks that can fill those two slots than, than uh, having those so uh, it's it's nice to see those things getting a little bit of bit of love in the right direction you know yep so uh, and i'm very much looking forward to seeing how many all the uh, all the dreadnought lists running around or or as many dreadnoughts as humanly possible being thrown out there because they're they're going awesome um, well, I think we're going to see a fucking uh, <coughs> uh, a massive increase of box dreads. Yes, yes, I think we will. Um, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> it'll be nice to see. They're cheap. They run well. Um, we I, I pro the box dread. The good we old have, boxy, especially in ZM because a flamestorm cannon is fucking brutal. Uh, <laughs> best best thing. It is sick. I mean, it is bluntly it sick <laughs> that's why i love it um and yeah i'm I, i'm looking I've, I've been thinking about it while we were talking there i think i'm gonna probably go cortis contemptors rather than standard contemptors with mine because uh, they're cheaper <laughs> i can fit them into a force easier um but yeah it's gonna be uh, awesome bang, bang for buck is hard to to fucking beat a cortis contempt especially when you do the whole Extra oh. initiative and shit. And especially as it's going to, for me, it's going to be world eaters, so they fit a bit better theme wise, you know? So they, they just. Broken, it, bit yeah, bit. yeah, a bit crazy. Butcher's or Nails has gone a bit too far. 
you know, matter. Yeah, yeah now they're just fucking mental in the dreadnoughts. Say again. Even, wonder how they do with the butcher's nails in the dreadnoughts, or even if they need to. I don't know. Um, they probably just put an amplifier into them. <laughs> That's all I can imagine. Is they stick, they they whack an amplifier into them and just turn them up to eleven <laughs> when they wake up. Tells me this this needs to be sorted uh, and discussed in like a, a fluffy discussion. I think we should have a fluffy discussion about this at some point. Yeah. We really should. Butcher but, nails, butcher's nails, and dreadnoughts needs yeah. to be done. It's a topic of conversation, and there, there, there could be much drinking, and you know we'll record it as well because that, that's really what we should do. Um, so yeah. Um, other than that, sign up, get your last tickets available for LinkCon. There's no, eight spaces left. Yep. Get them while they're hot. There are um, going to be a fucking massive bunch of very cool human beings there. Um, it's going to be so worth being there just to just to meet and hang out with people and play some. Amazing games of heresy. There'll be BFG. There'll be Titanicus. You can look at. Painting there'll be tight painted courses. There'll be Titans roaming around. There'll be everything. There will be everything for you. So much cool stuff. All heresy. All, all the heresy. So basically, oh, and there'll be a new red book. <gasps> Part two. Need to get it. Get it and complete that set. Got to catch them all, people. Got to catch That's them right. all. So they're they're going to be there. Um, I'm actually yeah. more more. Uh, I'm ha- I'm happier with the this one than the first one, and the first one was apparently super good. So first one was fucking amazing. So I can't wait to see what this one's going to be like. Uh, what can I say? I've seen what this one's going to be like. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> can't wait to get the printed and uh, actually have a copy in hand this time, which is going to be nice. Um, so yeah, it's going to be very 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 cool. Um, yeah, I can't wait, man. Lincoln's going to be fucking amazing. As long as I get there, I'm happy. Um, yeah. And there'll be so many cool people coming up for it. So, we, yeah. We need to shout out some other events as well. We do. Do you want to, do you want to start the shouting? Seems like I've been talking for two minutes already. I don't know. I, I, I can start shouting out. Um, well, don't, don't forget, we, at Lincoln, we just don't have uh, our Centurion event. We also have uh, the Cult of Paint Masterclass brush, yeah. brush course. I think it's sold out, though, unfortunately. I think but, that's sold out within, like, two days. But, yes, it's there. But still, you know. You can always, if, if so, there is any dropouts or whatever, uh, you should hang on the door. If you, if you're going to link on anyway, just make sure that you check if there's any free spaces available. And if nothing uh, else, and, come along and say hi because it's yeah. full of good people. That, that is true. Uh, then there is the Adeptus Titanicus, Titan Death, as it's so <laughs> easily called, oh, uh, yeah. which is happening on the thirty first of the Friday. Yep. Yeah, um, of May. So if, if you want to play along there, just tag up. Like if, if you're not playing in the Centurion event, but you want to play in Adeptus Titanicus, just sign up for that separately and let me know. Because I know that most people that play for the Centurion wants to play Adeptus Titanicus as well. So yep. uh, we're going to try and see like how many we have and whatnot. Like you don't have to worry. If, if we're running out of space, I'll jump down and won't play. <laughs> I guess so. That's the life of a TO. Same here. I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll make space for you. It's what we're here to do. We're here yeah. to run the event for you guys. Yep. Yeah. And then, obviously, on the 1st of June, it is a link on the Centurion event. Uh, it's oh, all about yeah. Hive Warfare under City Hive. So think uh, Centurion, Stalingrad, or Lincoln Grad. Lincoln Grad. 
uh, Lincoln grad. We had Scandis grad, now it's Lincoln grad. Uh, so jump into that. Uh, then in uh, August, we have our next event. Yeah. Do you want to go through that? Yeah, I could definitely go through that. I mean, the first event we've got in August isn't a gaming event. It's the Cult of Paint. I've got these in the right order. Uh, no, I don't. It's Yes, I do. No, I don't. No, I don't. Right, okay, ignore me. I'll get these in the right order now. <laughs> 10th of August, we have the Rautac Rebellion, and that is our real-time event. That's taking place up in our spiritual home up in Stockholm, up in Solentuna. And that is going to be an amazingly fun event. Uh, it's real-time play uh, over two days. Uh, let me GM uh, sort of run by myself, and we're going to have a fantastic, fantastic fun time doing that. It's map-based. It's a small point total, but believe me, it all builds up as you go along. It's a lot of fun. Um, we're going to be doing that on the 10th to the 11th of August. So that's going to be a hell of a blast. And, you know, we've got spaces. We want to see as many people sign up for that as possible. If you're not sure about real time or you're worried about it, or you're like, I don't know how that's going to work. Just get in touch. Have a chat. We're going to do another episode, priming episode, as we always do ahead of time. But, you know, if you've got questions, get in touch. We'll see what we can do to answer them for you. Because uh, we the primers. Oh, yeah. And we'd very much like to have you up there because it's going to be a great time. Um, and that's the that's going to be part three of the gaming event series. So that's going to be another red book, another bunch of swag, so much cool stuff going on there. Um, so that's that one. So the, the the why don't you talk about the event I was going to talk about in the right order this time, though? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, then at the end of August, beginning of September, we're going to have our uh, what would you say painting masterclass course, which yes. is military modeling. Uh, so we're going to focus all about uh, how to create realism using different uh, types of weathering powders, oils, techniques, uh, all that sort of jazz. Techniques, and it's, it's all about making, bringing your painting and airbrushing skill to the next level to get take it to the whole extreme kind of realism. People that are and not like into the hobby and knows about uh, scale modeling and so on. They, they will know about the concept that's called military modeling. So they'll know that it's all about creating that super highly detailed uh, realism using like uh, getting those mud splashes, getting those uh, kind of rust effects, getting, uh, you know, battle damage and so on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be fucking super cool and amazing. And it's going to be run by Cult of Paint. Yes, it's going to be awesome source. Can't wait for that one. Yep. Can't wait to see that one go down. And then we've got one more after yeah. that. The which... one event to rule them all. Yeah. <laughs> and in uh, the butchery behind them. Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> then it's all about Scandis Baby, which is, as always, held on the first weekend of October. This year it's going to be the 5th and 6th of October. Oh, yeah. Uh, and basically people are going to have an entire long weekend of just crazy madness mayhem. We're going to run... 1500 points of Son Mortalis, so you need to bring a 1500 point Son Mortalis list, and you need to bring 3500 points of any super crazy madness shenanigan you want to bring along. So, yeah, just, uh, just come there. Like, <laughs> I, I know that the people are trying to sign up of some imaginary waiting list, but we haven't released tickets yet, so. So, come along to the Facebook uh, and, event. This and, is with all our events, mind you. Yeah. 
Go and put yourself, if you're interested in coming along, go put yourself as going or interested to the event in the events section on our Facebook page. And you'll be kept up to date with what's going on. And as soon as the tickets get released, we will post in there and we will let you know. And then you can go completely nuts at, you know, us <laughs> and try to get them all sorted. So, yeah, do that. It's going to be awesome. But it's going to be, it's going to be super good. And it seems it's going to be a lot of international people coming up for that event. So yes. Super fun. Very much All looking right. to see some old and new faces then, up there. Yeah. And then obviously at, we after we finish off the entire amazing event, we we always concluded with the draw of the raffle. Yes. So if you got your raffle tickets, stay tuned on the 6th of October. Mm-hmm. Stream live on Facebook. Yeah. So good. Yep. Get ready for your live draw, and if you're any luck, you might come home with like a, a superbly painted 2,500 point army or any of the other amazing prizes we have. Exactly, and please do not, no matter what superstition has said over the last couple of years, do not buy. Wait to buy the last ticket. Buy your ticket now. It's yeah. just buy it. Get it done. Don't wait. Just buy it. Get it done. Get on there. And Bob's your uncle. Yep. Exactly. And it's going to be all good. So we're very much looking forward to that. And then, of course, as we always do, we're going to have a teaser for our next uh, next event series for 2020. Hey. At that point, we should really talk about that at some point as well. Yeah. How are we going to top yeah. this? <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. We're just. Uh, yeah, we'll think of something. We always think of something. We'll come up with something. It'll be fine. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll make it work somehow. We'll make it work. We always do. Yep. Well, uh, anything? Oh, go on. Go on. You were going to say something. Oh, yeah. And we promised to uh, uh, to shout out some events for our uh, UK friends. Yes. Oh, we did, didn't we? Yes, we definitely need to shout those out. So do you want to start with those or? No, maybe you should because my browser doesn't work. (laughs) Because your internet browser is dead. Okay. Well, I will do that then. Give me a second. I'm just scooting through my messages to get to the right one which is uh, from our lovely friends over at the Road to Terror. And we, we love you, Max. Um, yeah, we, we love you. Well. Yeah, well, yeah, hashtag cancel the Road to Terror. Uh, and, you yeah, know, we love you, Don. We love you guys. Uh, they are running a two-day event in July, 27th and 28th of July. And they're going to be running that at uh, Incom Gaming, I believe. Let me double check, let me double check, double check, double check, double check. Pretty sure it is, because I'm that. Or Element Games, ignore me. <clears throat> and Element Games, they're going to be running it. It's called Road to Terror 2, Purging of Melos. And it's basically 40, pound, 40 GB pounds for the event. Um, there's a story base behind it. It's going to be a blend of Centurion games with pitched battles at 3,000 points as well. So you're going to have two different levels of play there. Um, going to be working, doing an emphasis on teamwork and working, you know, oh, Jesus Christ. It's going to be an amazing clusterfuck of an event like they, we always have. Um, but yes, they're going to be doing that and it's going to be awesome. If you have a look um, in the show notes, I'll have put a link in to the event itself. Um, get out there, have a look at the, the guy's Facebook, go to Element Games and have a look at their event section, independent event section. Uh, and the, it'll be listed there. You can just click it, add it to your uh, basket, and off you go. Uh, get yourself to that event because those boys are going to run a barnstormer. I uh, can't wait to see them do that. 
Uh, were there any other events we needed to shout out? Uh, the Ajax event. Yes, well, you can do that one then. Uh, well, in middle of July, oh, we have... The oh, is this you don't have that on your internet as well? No, I don't have it, but I'm going to try and remember it. Go, uh, I, I know it, uh, it's in, in the middle of July, and yeah. it's basically down in... Um, what is it? Vecra? Yeah. Yep, Vecra. Alvest. Uh, well, it's going to be in... Al- uh, the actual event is Alvesta. Oh, it's actually in Alvesta. Okay. Yeah, same place as last time. Yep, so it's going to be the same place as last time. So Alvesta, which is uh, basically... Well, the only thing that is there is a train station, but it's going to be there and uh, it's going to be held in their hotel, which is awesome because they serve steak for breakfast. Uh, And it's going to basically the same setup as last year. I think it's uh, 2,500 points. I'm having a look for details now. You keep keep going. And, uh, you know, everyone's going to come there and enjoy a perfect midsummer uh, not midsummer but in, in the middle of summer nice little heresy weekend yep actually looking at the dates it's the 13th and 14th of july so it's that weekend in july yeah uh, yeah perfect i'm just giving exact dates just to reinforce how awesome you are remembering stuff bud One you know might I'm, even I'm, say perfection perfection hashtag perfection there's hashtag no bitter iron here but it's all good um, I'm just having a look for the army size. Army size is three and a half thousand points. Oh, uh, yeah, off. yeah. Well, you know, can't be perfection every time, but they're going to be running three games on the Saturday, two on the Sunday. Um, there's a whole long list of uh, armies that can show up, including uh, Bruin Storm Demons, Knights, Talons of the Emperor, and it's, it's important they've actually put their players back. Talons and Demons are from Book A only, which is quite important because it clears up a lot of. Potential questions that people might have about it, but I and, want the custodes. Yeah, I want the original custodes, or I want to choose the you know the, what is it the um, vigilator from this, but works for me. Um, but they're going to be having fun, and I expect theme tables and lots of random swamp attacks again. Oh God, no swamps attacks! Yeah, but again, go and have a look. We'll have our um, we'll have a link in our show notes. But if you go to uh, dirt, uh, all the W's dot dirty K D I R T Y K punt or oh, full stop S E and then have a look at the website there. It's in their events section. It's a very cool little site as well. The guys have done some uh, beautiful work on it. So go and have a look there and get in touch with them if you want to come along. There's 30 places I think available. Um, so have a look and uh, get yourself signed up basically because it's going to be awesome source. I can't wait to see it. I'm yep. hoping I can make it this year. Yes. Uh, went last year. It was a blast. Freddie and I were hanging out there. Um, <laughs> we had Alex over from the States as a random one. Um, you know, that was pretty cool. So lots of good stuff. It was a brilliant event run by those boys. Yeah. So, yeah, I think those are the only two two major events uh, at that point. But we also have, after Scandus, we have to mention we've got BSK. Yep, BSK. That's going to be running. On, yeah, that is on the Halloween weekend. Yes, it is. BSK. It's Which is be... usually starts off with the, the massive Titan battle. Uh, yeah. The before, and then, then it's normally like a two-day normal event. I don't know if they've set... Have the boys set down exactly points and stuff? I don't think so. I'm just trying to have a look now because I'm looking at the event. Uh, yeah, two... I've got 2500 Age of Darkness. Yeah, um, that's where that... I got Yep, exactly. That's what we've got there, and that's going to be, um, I believe it's being hosted again by uh, the lovely Morton and Nicholas from Don't Lose Your Head. 
Yeah. Uh, at least it's listed as Team Nicholas, Team Morton. There you go. So, you know, one's a sparkly vampire, the other one's a, a hairy werewolf child. So take your pick on who's who, but I'm pretty sure Morton's a sparkly vampire. Because um, yeah, he just doesn't look like he eats. Um, <laughs> and he sparkles when he's when he's around. So, you know, that, that's probably him. Yeah. Um, no, no, not at all. Not at all. There's no business here. Not at all. How could you even think that of me? <laughs> Quite easily. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so those those are some of the, the fantastic heresy events that are taking place. There are loads of heresy events taking place around Sweden, uh, the UK, generally around the world. So uh, have a look out there and, um, you know, have some fun. Find yeah. out what's local near you. And, and mostly importantly, if you want an event chatted out, what should you do? You should email us at theverangianheresy at gmail.com or you can message the podcast, which is where we prefer it so we can actually remember where the hell to look for stuff. Um, and we can have a look at, uh, you know, giving you a shout out on this section at the beginning, some point in time, we will shout you out during our, our next podcast after you send it in and we'll give you a little bit of a pimp and a push that way. Before, after, during, in between. You know, we, we, we're equal opportunities, shout outs, shout outers. We'll, we'll do it whenever we can, basically. Yeah. yeah. We'll try our best. Um, so yeah, so I think uh, now I think that's pretty much everything covered, don't you? That should be everything covered. Yeah, for now at least. If not, we'll 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 do a makeup session on our next uh, next episode and cover it there. So it's all good. Um, well, then I'm just going to say it's a good night from me and me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be aggro in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Virgin Heresy Podcast signing off. Body set the road, let the body set the